Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tough Studio. Boomer Sizing, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And where we are in the free Odyssey app. Good Friday morning. A feel good. Football Friday ahead of Championship Sunday. And we will find out who will be playing in Super Bowl 58. And the NFL keeps churning, keeps keeping us on our toes as Raheem Morris is the head coach of the Falcons. It's not Bill Belichick. The Panthers hire some guy that was on nobody's radar. And of course, of course, one of the best basketball teams in the league. Yes, they are. They dominated last night. Almost a 40-point victory against the defending champs who came into the garden their last game on a road trip and just got punched in the face and didn't want to fight back. The garden is back to being ours. But it's a big football day. We'll get to all the Knicks. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, good morning. I'm a little tired this morning. I'm sure you are. We had a great night last night at Teller's next door. Just want to say thank you to Michael and Kurt Bolson for hosting our Chalk Talk with Coach Gower. And uh, it was a great night. It exceeded every every expectation that I had. The food was unbelievable. The space is ridiculously nice. Uh, they couldn't have been any nicer last night. About 100 people showed up. And uh, it was a great event for our foundation. And hopefully you enjoyed yourself. Oh, my goodness. It was uh, I, great. I did. And uh, didn't get much sleep last night. So yeah. I'm going to power through. We're going to grind through it today. And uh, I feel like uh, today's going to be a great day because of the football games, of course. And I, when I got in the car last night, the Knicks were just entering into the fourth quarter. And I said, well, What's that score? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, that was amazing to me. So, and Nikola Jokic, I, I was looking this morning. I see where he scores 31 points. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, so he does his thing. How the hell did they just absolutely wipe out the defending world champions? Yeah, I mean, I really think what it was was they had a long road trip, the Nuggets. They came in. The Knicks at home against the defending champs had a point to prove. The Nuggets were basically like, I can't wait to get home. The Knicks come in. They're playing defense. They're flying all over the place. They're playing the best basketball of the year. And in that first quarter, they just dominate them. And the Nuggets are like, okay, we can't keep up with this today. Uh, this And the best part about this is, you know, how many years did we sit here and watch every single superstar in basketball come into the garden and have a career night? And they take it over. And they say, oh, the Mecca, this is the greatest. And 50 for this guy and 60 for that guy and 40 and 15 for this guy. So you're used to that. So when Jokic comes in, you're thinking, oh, this guy's going to have uh, 45, 18, and then seven blocks, you know. Yeah. But no, not anymore. 
Not anymore, as they are defending the home court, and it was just awesome. So I, that's what I think it was. I think that in a long, regular season, you're a team like the Nuggets, who played all the way to the end last year and won a championship, and the Knicks came out with, with more want to, and the Nuggets just laid down after that first quarter. Yeah, that's what I think it, happened. Yeah. Hit a couple of big early threes, I guess, and then I guess it was the OG and an Obi night. Yeah. Because I did, you know, of course, listening to it, and all of a sudden, the crowd starts going, OG, OG, they're screaming for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look at the stats, and you can see that he had a great night. And it was, uh, it's great, man. I'm telling you, the Knicks have done this a couple times now, where they have just absolutely blown out somebody. And I think it was Portland was the last time they, they did it. And what's more important... Well, in Portland sucks. This is the Nuggets, so it's even I know. more impressive. I, what's more important is that they held them to 84 points. Now, I don't know what the hell... I mean, Mike Malone, Jerry played a cut yesterday from Mike Malone, their coach, saying exactly what you just said. Back end of the trip, guys miss home. We got we to gotta kind of somehow find the energy to play. Mm. It was like leading us right down a path uh, with breadcrumbs saying that his team was going to play like crap last night. Yeah, and basically not even show up. I mean, they didn't even show up, but hell, uh, the Knicks had to take care of business. They did. I mean, I don't think this was the Nuggets team that we're going to see in the playoffs, obviously, but it's just another feather in their cap. It shows you that, you know, when they're on and they're playing like this, they're not messing around. And it doesn't matter who you are anymore. And that that's the exciting part of what this team could potentially do in the postseason is you feel like they can compete with anybody with the way that they're playing. I have to tell you, so I turn on the radio and I'm like, Okay, I, I know Monica McNutt's voice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's that's John Giannone? It was John Giannone and Monica McNutt last night on uh, on the radio. All right. And they did a good job. It was really good. I, I, I thought it was good. It was very relaxed. They both know exactly what they're talking about. And I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was, a, and especially with the score. I mean, that was just a nice thing. And, you know, after all what we had just been through, like, you know, three hours of football talk and everything else, yeah. you know, my head was spinning. So I needed to like, have a little bit of a calm down moment. Sure. And uh, it was nice just to listen to a Nick blowout, especially against a team as good as Denver. I mean, wow. I mean, and what are they, 12 and 2 now since OG Ananobi has been added to the roster? And, you know, they still are not playing with the two starting centers. Yeah. Or the, the two, the, the starting center and the backup center. And generally, when the football season ends and the Super Bowl is over, the last number of years, you're thinking, man, we just have a long way to go till the baseball teams. But nope, not anymore. Uh, you've got uh, three hockey teams that have designs on going deep into the playoffs, and you've got the New York Knicks that uh, they are a story during the regular season. Told you, man, this is the best team they've had since 2000. Yeah. I don't I, care what anybody says. I, I, The 99 team went to the finals, and since that time, it's just been a grind. And this, you know, this team led by Julius Randle over the last couple of years has made it to the playoffs. They've they played tough, and then, you know, unfortunately, they run into a brick wall into the playoffs. Now, Saturday at 3 o'clock, they do play the Miami Heat. I mean, Sunday. Saturday, Saturday. And it, 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 the Heat, I think, got blew out, blown out last night at home. So you would think that that game is going to be a little bit more uh, competitive than last night's game is. Or oh, was. Sure. No, and then, a- Absolutely, I would expect that uh, as well. But, yeah, so that you don't have the same type of desperation when the Super Bowl is over because we've got so many really good local stories, especially, you know, with the Rangers and Knicks and what's going on at the Garden. Had a little bit of it last year, got a really good taste of it, and I think it's even going to be more special this year into the spring, uh, which will be great because the Mets are not trying to win this year, uh, so we'll at least have maybe into the spring some Knicks 
and some Rangers to talk about yes. uh, because Steve Cohen has punted the 2024 season. Uh, so there's really nothing exciting about that situation. Yankee fans got Juan Soto. They'll be excited about that. And they can yell at Marcus Stroman. But I'm looking for a deep Knicks run this year. I want to get to the conference finals. The That's what is, I want to see. They, will they or can they make a move for somebody that they want to add to this group? That that's a big question because you know obviously the trade deadline is coming up and maybe they only they're going to make one trade that's it we'll see and they're expecting now Mitchell Robinson to be back later on in the season and it'll be interesting to see if he does play what happens to the flow of the team you know like it's interesting the the Ravens should get back tight end Mark Andrews and he's a great tight end he's a great player he's been their best offensive player since he's gotten there really other than Lamar and. Now, all of a sudden, he's been out for, what, 10 weeks, and he's going to be able to play uh, come Sunday. And I always wonder about, okay, here comes a star back, and they've been playing so well without him. He should make the team better, but does it in any way upset the flow of the team? Yeah, and I do think that with football, it's a little bit different. In basketball, the mix that they have right now is perfect. It's absolutely perfect, and I would imagine that, Leon Rose is thinking, I'm not jamming someone else in here unless I'm completely right about this. And maybe I'll wait to the offseason, see what happens in the playoffs, see what we need. I think that's probably the more likely route uh, because right now, I mean, you can't argue with what they're doing. I mean, I, I know that you want another guy to put it over the top, but I, I also don't want to force it. It was just two schools of thought. I mean, there's one which is go for it now. This team is playing unbelievable. And if there's somebody available at the trade deadline, you think you can actually win a championship, then you go and do it. But I, I just, I would not mess with the crazy chemistry that they have going well, on right you know, now. The other, the other thing with the the fact that uh, Thibodeau only plays nine players. If you do acquire somebody, are you moving somebody that is in that collective nine players right now that is going to be moved out of there? Probably, so yeah. that that's what you're, you know, that's what you got to wonder about. If they do trade something, they uh, he's not going to play ten or eleven players. Just not going to do it. That's not what he does. That's right. He plays these guys and runs them into the ground. I mean, you know, they're all athletes. Why not play them? I mean, there's no John uh, uh, Carlos Stanton's on the team. Maybe <laughs> Mitchell Robinson is that because he tends to get hurt a lot. Yeah, but when he plays, he plays well. Whereas John Carlos Stanton, when he's healthy, he doesn't always play well. And he's he goes in these deep slumps and everything. But, yeah, Mitchell Robinson's got to stay healthy. I mean, he's just never healthy. And him being out hasn't killed them up until this point. But his presence and coming back could be the thing that gets them to win two rounds this year as opposed to one. And I'm probably, you know, as you always say, you know, getting a guy back like that, it's like making a big acquisition at the yeah, trade yeah, deadline. Yeah, yeah. It kind of is with Mitchell Robinson. Well, let's see when they get there. Let's see what happens. Let's. I mean, you never know what happens, you know, in the playoffs. And I think in the NBA, you can almost expect certain teams to move on. But then they, you do have those really, really competitive, like the Heat and the Knicks. You have really competitive games. And, you know, I think this Knicks team is, I mean, he's got the right mix of youth and experience. Guys right in the middle of their prime and guys, you know, knowing their roles on this basketball team. And as long as Jalen Brunson is healthy and that ball is moving, they're gonna they're gonna be a they're gonna be a tough out. They're gonna really be a tough out. And the other thing that you have to count on uh, is Julius Randle not turning into a pumpkin in the postseason. We have seen him in a lot of postseason spots not be the same guy as the regular season. 
and this year has to be different. If they're going to go deeper into the playoffs, he has to be as consistently good there as he has been in the regular season, and that would be new for him. So that that is one thing that's a little bit scary, is we have not seen a great Julius Randle in the postseason. And if you do, if you get that, then then the Eastern Conference is going to have to watch out. Uh, but if he if he does that like hero ball isolation, I got to take over the game. Pressure's on me. I can't handle it. Crap in the playoffs like we've seen the last couple of years. Then forget about it. And they're not going anywhere. But I've got faith because he has been playing his ass off. It's the best he's looked. I mean, he, this guy is just—he's—he's he's phenomenal. I, I got nothing bad to say about Julius Randle right now. He he's can. been There's phenomenal, no absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so. The other thing, and we'll get into it now, that was huge, and I asked uh, Coach Cower this at uh, the event last night at Tellers, is, and something we've been talking about, obviously, is why Bill Belichick is still available as the Atlanta Falcons hire Raheem Morris and don't go with Bill Belichick. And he, he said something that was really interesting. And he said that, is Bill Belichick coaching because he wants to win another Super Bowl or is he coaching just because he wants to get the record? And I said, wow, that is a really like so Bill Belichick, there there, there could be a thought. Now, I'm, Bill's not saying that that's what Bill Belichick is doing. He's saying that there are owners thinking that maybe he's just hopping onto an organization to get the wins record and just really won't care about building a team and then getting them where they need to be for sustained success. And I thought that that was a fascinating answer. I would say, again, and I, was, and I have been saying it, it's very difficult to hire a coach of this, of this stature because he's going to want to do it the way he wants to do it. And that means people that are in organizations are going to have to be fired. And it didn't sound like Arthur Blank was willing to do that, but Arthur Blank did make a change with Rich McKay and took him away from the football side of things and put him back on the business side of things, meaning that he obviously listened to me. He listened to Bill Belichick. So I, the conversation that he had with Arthur Blank, I would imagine Arthur probably used it as son of a, kind of a consultant meeting. Let, mm. let, let me hear what you have to say about my team and my situation and how we run things here. And I'm, I guarantee you, you know, and this is why it's hard to hire a guy like this. He probably went in there and said, okay, this is, you know, what I probably need for my contract. This is what I need for all my assistant coaches. This is who I want to bring with me. And you have this building that has a million leaks in it. And I do not want to deal with all these people in this building that are trying to save their own ass. That's why the leaks were coming out, you know, this past week, you know, out of that building. Like, there they, there they are. And that's not something that Bill Belichick is going to want to go into unless that can get handled immediately. Now, Raheem Morris gets the job, and all of a sudden, there's some movement around within the building, and one guy's leaving the football side, going to the business side, and blah, blah, and all this other stuff that I'm sure Bill Belichick opened the eyes to the owner of maybe some of the things that he needed to do internally to get things right. And maybe that makes it better for Raheem Morris to be able to run the team the way that he wants to run it. I mean, that that's really the important thing. And, and the thing about Raheem is that he, he had a good year with the uh, the Rams as their defensive coordinator. This is the second time around for him. So hopefully he learned from his previous spot and now can be the coach that he wants to be, and he's got a pretty good young team. They just have to find, of course, a quarterback to play for that young team. 
So Bill Belichick is not going to coach this year. He's not going to be the head coach of the Seahawks. He's not going to be the head coach of the Commanders. So he is not going to be coaching in 2024, which means that if you are a coach on the hot seat in 2024, Bill Belichick is going to be over your shoulder. And there are going to be owners out there that maybe in this hiring cycle weren't thinking about it. But after a bad year, things not working out again, maybe year three of a rebuild that's not working out here, all of a sudden, I'm coming home. Yeah, I'm coming okay, home. Okay, yeah, I know. You never know. Tell the world. So, yeah, I mean, that, and, and I love Brian Dable. I've made no bones about that. I think he is awesome. I want him to succeed. However, the reality is this. He and everybody around him is thinking the same thing. That if we don't have a good year, and it's going to be hard for them to have a good year, unless they have an all-time draft and off-season and everything works out and they, they somehow go to the playoffs. If they do not have a good year, everybody's going to be talking about that. You just tell me who their starting quarterback is going to be for the first month of the season. You think it will be Daniel Jones? You Daniel Jones? Be ready to go? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, with that, with that injury, I don't know. And I would say probably better than fifty percent, but if it's not, then what the hell are you? I mean, what what are you doing? It's right, not, and they become they become a staff that uh, is going through a rebuild right now. They're going through a an offensive side rebuild. They're going through a defensive side rebuild. It's like they're starting over two as a staff, mm-hmm. and they're going into year three. And they're not like it's like they're losing guys because they were successful. They're losing guys because there was dysfunction. That's right. So that that plays into all of this. And hopefully Brian Dable gets the coaches he wants in here to be, you know, the defense coordinator, to be, you know, all the offensive coaches that he wants. It seems like he's adding guys that he feels comfortable with now. And and maybe they weren't available the first time around. But I'm telling you, they go six and eleven, they go five and twelve. And it's another lost year with an, with another situation like we've been down before. Like it feels like a thousand times with the Giants. And Bill Belichick is available. Yes. As a free agent coach. And John Maris says, wait a second. Bill Belichick can break the coaching wins record wearing Giants gear. How do you say no? How do you say no? That That's why the pressure is on. There's no question about that. And. You know, Rob Sala got three years and really amazingly has only won 18 games. But I think the reality is the coach and the owner and the general manager all realized that it came down to one Achilles injury and they weren't going to hold him really accountable once that happened. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, he got a break, you know, because most owners are impatient. Yeah. And now he and uh, the, his staff and uh, the Dable staff have got to win this this year. I think the Jets are a little bit better set up, assuming that Aaron comes back and he's healthy and he's everything we expect him to be, and their defense is good. I mean, the Giants, I I don't know what to expect from them at this moment as we sit here right now. I mean, they've got nobody on offense. I mean, especially if Saquon's not there, they don't have any weapons. Nothing. There's no talent there. It's crazy. I mean, they probably have the worst situation from a talent standpoint on offense in football, I mean, and I, I don't think it's even close. I mean, that is their biggest problem. I mean, so how are you going to win and and save your ass when your roster sucks? I mean, the quarterback regressed significantly this year. 
Yeah. And got hurt twice. I, I'd like to know what, what the plan. I, I Obviously, I don't know, and they're not going to tell us. I wish I could be a fly on a wall to figure out what they're talking about and how they're going to fulfill the most important position mm-hmm. in football. And that kind of leads me, before we go to break, you know, this week, or I should say last week, Patrick Mahomes got hit once in 41 plays, scored 27 points. They should have scored 31 points. And there wasn't one pre-snap penalty in Buffalo, as loud a stadium as there is in the NFL. Now, they got to go on the road against Baltimore this week with against a much better defense. It'll put a lot more pressure on them. But the point being is that how do you how would the Giants even stack up against any one of these four teams that are that are semifinalists here? Uh yeah, not not even close. I mean, they're not even close. I mean, even think about it too. It's not like the the Detroit Lions. I mean, they were a team that didn't make the playoffs last year, and then they came back. Now they're in the championship game. I, I don't think the Giants would have a shot against them. I mean, and then we're talking about you know Jared Goff and Brock Purdy being the two quarterbacks in the NFC, and just the way those teams are built. Around those guys, I mean, that's why they're as good as they are with two very good head coaches. And the Giants are just, they're miles and miles behind from a roster standpoint. It's just, it's its bad, especially on the offensive side of the ball. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on this feel-good football Friday. 
this one, and then in two weeks we have another one from Vegas, and then it's all over for this season, amazingly enough. Jerry Recco is with us. What's up, Jerry? Well, good morning. We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door, and also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Yes, the football season will be over soon, but you know what's not going to be over soon? Your basketball season. I don't think it's any... Shot clock now at 10. Three and a half remaining first quarter. Randall from three. And usually, as you hear Kenny Albert on MSG, you would not play a first quarter highlight. Why would you? But when the game is over in the first half, it makes sense. And this game was over in the first half. The Knicks walloped the Nuggets 122-84. to uh, That was Julius Randle with a three. He had 17. OG Ananobi, 26 points, 10 of 18 shooting. Here was Tibbs and why the team is thriving right now. I don't think it's any one guy doing something you know, that carries everyone else. It's everyone, you know, playing to their strengths, covering up their weaknesses. How do they complement each other? And it's working. Here was Ananobi on MSG. How come your fit is so well with this team so far? Oh, just them encouraging me to be aggressive and uh, just play hard and make winning plays. We all try to do the same thing, so it helps out a lot. All makes sense, but this was the defending champion Nuggets with uh, Nikola Jokic and such. Uh, here was Jalen Brunson. How did you do so well against this team on this night? I think it's a, it's a mixture of a lot of things that's a really good team over there i think we called them on a bad night so uh, i mean that's honestly not typical of them but um hey i mean wins a win and uh, i'm glad we got one i'm glad we fought and played yeah. well and you look up now they're 28 and 17 they're fourth in the east and only two games behind philadelphia for third um one story that came out as they won five in a row by the way is that jalen brunson is not going to be an nba starter he clearly will be a reserve that having been said, not good enough for one Charles Barkley on TNT. I'm never going to throw shade at Dame Lillard. I love him as a person and as a player, but I would have loved to see Jalen Brunson be a starter. I said this last year. I can't believe what a great player he's turned into. But he went to the Knicks last year. I was like, that's a good signing. It's one of the best signings I've ever seen How for a free that? agent. Damn, one high of praise. The best he's ever seen. Oh, we've been saying that. Yeah, well, you know, go I mean, and win a championship, uh, and I mean, then the it'll be up I, there. Because yeah, the LeBron James the, is probably the, the best one. He, the moment he got here and started playing, we're like, we finally have a legitimate point guard. Yeah. This team has never, I mean, like, I, I'm telling you, it goes all the way back to Walt Frazier. Never had somebody that has controlled the game even remotely close to the way he controls the game. And it's exactly what this team needed to get the ball out of the hands of Julius Randle. You ever see the video with him and his dad when he was a kid working in the park? You ever see that by any chance? With, no. oh, with Rick Brunson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With just like, if you want, Brunson is hard on him, but he keeps, keeps repeating the message. If you want to be great, you got to put in the work. And then he'd get tired. He'd Move, let's go, shoot, again, again. Really very interesting in why? terms of the work ethic. Yeah, was right. Look no what he, no look, question. Look what he turned into. Great player, no no doubt about it. So 28-17 and 17 for the Knicks now. Uh, for the Nets, well, they almost completed the comeback. And if you were watching very late, I know you weren't. Silver lining? No, there's no silver lining. I thought you, you sound like a silver lining no, spot. No, no, not at all. I played gonna go, hard. I'm going to go in the lead, but they lost. I actually never said played hard. I didn't say oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I said they were working their way back from big deficit. They were within two. So that means you're playing hard if you're working your way back. If I mean, you, that means you're giving effort. If you would like to say that, sure. That's okay. not what I said. What I was saying was they were on the verge 
of uh, maybe completing this nice comeback, and they put the ball in their star's hand. O'Neal does not have a timeout, gets it in, out top. Bridges with a spin-out, working right, lost a handle, gathers again, got run into by McDaniels, and a foul call with 1.2 seconds left on the shot clock and 2.4 on the game and clock. Kale Bridges going to the line for two to tie the game. But when it goes bad, it all goes bad, and you can't make two if you don't make the first one, right? 2.4 seconds to go. First on the way. No good. He missed it long. Yes, he did. And that was it. And then they would try and miss it intentionally. You know how that goes. And there was a violation. You know, they lose. 96-94. Chris Carino. Feel bad for you, pal. Uh, they lose by two. Carl Anthony Towns, 27 points, nine rebounds. Enough on that. Okay. Um, Giants linebacker. Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, he's back in the news. He was on the 7 p.m. Brooklyn podcast with Carmelo Anthony. And they were talking about a whole Birds bunch of, of stuff. <laughs> I will tell you, good watch. Yeah. Very good watch. Very well put together show. I won't call it a podcast. It's a real well-produced show. Uh, they were talking about the start of the season. And Thibodeau was mentioning how things got out to a very nice start in that first uh, possession against the Cowboys how the giant offense was humming along right down the field, and they were thinking, man, we are going to be good. Then you get the blocked field goal, and then everything just completely fell apart on them. And then Thibodeau at some point right after this talks about how the salary cap hurts teams in terms of depth, I think, is where he was going. And this is how it starts. You pay Daniel Jones $40 million. We not, and it, it was a great I, – I, me, I believe. A lot of people was Jones. mad at that. All right, so that's not him that said a lot of people that was mad about that. That was Carmelo Anthony's co-host, so I forget his name. But a lot of people was mad at that, meaning the Jones contract. But you clearly heard Thibodeau say, and I think he was about to say, great deal. I believe in Daniel Jones. Um, then the host jumps in and talked about how people didn't like the deal. Okay. I people was mad at that, but I was like, let listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at the game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least... 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Going back to the previous season, and then he says it should have been Barkley, then Jones, that got the big payday. So for me and for the integrity of, you know, working together in hard work and we all believe the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first. Yeah. I mean, when you're essentially calling out your general manager and the owner for the business that they are doing and talking about other teammates' money, that's not going to go over well. Mm. I know he has one of his guys' backs, but it's a weird one because he clearly started it by saying he's a fan of Daniel Jones. And then he got interrupted. He got interrupted by saying, but the host was the one that said people didn't like that. I don't think he's knocking Daniel Jones. He's not. Uh, he's knocking the Giants organization. That's what he's doing. Which he gushed about moments later about how well I just, put I together just, I and run it is. I, I know, but I understand what he's saying. And, you know, from a player that we've sat here for years and said that these running backs are underpaid for what they do, even yep. though they don't make it usually through the season. So he's kind of saying the same things that we have said. But, you know, he's an active player on a roster, a second-year player, and he's questioning... Some of the decisions that Joe Shane has made. I could see that. But that I thought it was going to be worse than that. It's not. I didn't I, think it was that bad. I don't either. think it's that bad at all. I don't. I really don't. I think the headline looks worse. Yeah, I mean, he's supporting Saquon. And look, we all like Saquon, and but he plays the wrong position. You know, what can I tell you? He's just, it's the running back numbers are just not going to be what they used to be.
All right, Sunday at 3 o'clock, Chiefs-Ravens, AFC Championship game. Of course, we'll have it for you on the fan. It will be on CBS as well. Here is Patrick Mahomes looking across to the other side, just loves Lamar Jackson as a player. He's going to be the MVP for a reason. I mean, he's, he goes out there, he, he leads his team, um, he, he scores, um, he, he runs, he throws, he does whatever it takes to win, and, and that's what the great greats do. And John Harbaugh knows when he looks across to the other side, they're facing a battle-tested club. They've been in this situation, you know, many times, and... Uh, uh, they played in this game, so I think they're a very experienced team. You know, they're a hardened team. They've been through a lot, and, uh, and, and uh, I'm sure that's a, that experience always is helpful. And I wasn't going to play this. Um, well, I wasn't going to play it because I didn't see it until I just right before I walked in here. So remember the whole thing in the suite with Pat, Pat Mahomes Sr. and yeah. you had Jason Kelsey and how disgusted he looked? <clears throat> well, we got to the bottom of that. Pat Mahomes was probably talking baseball with Evan and Tiki, but he was on with them yesterday on the fan. Oh, was and, he? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. That's a and good get there. Dispelled the myth, apparently. You're in the booth yes, last weekend watching the game. You see with your arms crossed. You got Jason Kelsey shirtless, chugging beers, Taylor Swift in there. And I see you just look over your, your shoulder. Like, what the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> what was going What was that booth like? I mean, it had to be crazy up there. Well, you know what's crazy is that the people uh, thought that was me, but it wasn't me. I oh, was it actually, wasn't? <laughs> no, I was actually two booths down. What? Yes, he said. No, that's not, so that's not oh. he looks like. Oh. He said he didn't see Jason Kelsey until he saw him in the bathroom after that. <laughs> Dad looks just like him. Not him. Wow. And that's been a theme everywhere. Well, I've apologized to Mr. Mahomes. Yeah, how about that? Oh, who, so who was it? I don't know. Uh, he didn't. I don't know. Mm. Wow. You know who I think that <laughs> maybe was? a security guard. Maybe you know who I think that was. No, who was that? Larry Abraham. That's, <laughs> who that was. That's probably who that was. By the way, I would like to thank yeah. all the Twitter mentions yesterday for people sending me rosters of the Maryland team <laughs> from 1981 and all the letter winners. <laughs> from US Unbelievable! All day oh, long. Funny, yeah. I know it was funny. Uh, Niners Lions for the NFC Championship. Here's Dan Campbell. Knows nothing easy uh, in this game. You got your hands full in, in both regards, you know. And and uh, Purdy does a hell of a job. You know, they throw a lot of daggers middle of the field, and he does a hell of a job with touch, timing, rhythm. And that's Brock Purdy, who knows 60 minutes Sunday is all that matters to get where they want to go. You're real with yourself. You understand where you're at as a quarterback, um, how you played. Um, and it doesn't matter if you play good or bad. Like, you can't, I don't think, take really any of that with you the next week. It's a new game. It's a new scheme. It's new environment, everything. And that's it. And there'll be uh, two teams standing on Sunday, and they will go to Vegas for Super Bowl 58, which will be played on February 11th. No Bill Belichick in Atlanta. We know this now because Raheem Morris is the new head coach of the Falcons. The Panthers hire Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their new head coach. The Islanders battled back uh, a couple of goal deficit in the third, but then Sean Monaghan taps a 3-3 tie with about two minutes to go in regulation. The Canadians beat the Isles 4-3. The Hurricanes over the Devils, 3-2. Jordan Stahl's second period goal. The difference there put them up 3-0. Rangers, Golden Knights tonight. And just one note, believe it or not, from tennis as Yannick Sinner beat Novak Djokovic in four sets this morning oh. to advance the Australian Open final. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. All right, so you guys know next week I got to go out to Vegas for a couple days, and I got to shoot that Super Bowl's greatest commercials. Yeah, you know, and every year um, I get uh, a photo of what my co-host is going to wear, just so I can. Oh, all right, just stop. That I can try to match Daniela Rua. Yeah, some way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like old enough to be her dad, by the way. So. uh it's every year. It's like it's a big thing. I, yeah, I, I, it's a it's a lot. Of, it's a heavy burden, man. So I got this year's outfit by her. Yeah, there there it is. I mean, come on. I mean, can I? What am I gonna wear? What am I? How am I gonna match that? Uh, maybe with that gangster suit you had on, <laughs> with your zoot suit. <laughs> you should go back to the zoot yeah, suit. Yeah, I, I mean that is so. um. Is that like top secret information? Is that like an embargo? You're not. No one's allowed to see that outfit. No, you can't see it yet. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and by the way, she's forty. So oh, she, she is okay. She doesn't look forty. She's a woman. She's forty. Uh, no, I know. Uh, I mean, it's just like I don't know how you. You can't match it. You, there's nothing you can do. You just have to. You have to ride sidecar in that situation, man. You know, like you'll do the things you need to do as far as. Running the show and being you, but as far as the outfit goes, you just got no shot. You've got no shot. No shot whatsoever. <laughs> no shot whatsoever. I was looking. I'm, I'm so bummed out about the weather out there. Yes. <laughs> this this week out coming up looks awesome out in Vegas. The week after when we were there, it looks terrible. It looks like Long Island winter weather. I knew it wasn't going to be like 80, but... It's like gross. Super Bowl week's not going to be great, huh? No. Well, <laughs> it's oh like boy. 50, rain, 50, 50. Yeah, and then up in the mountains where we're supposed to go play golf, it's like snow and rain and 45. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, you can't bail on me now. We got to go. Got to go. Yeah, I mean, if it weren't for I don't think they're going to let me there if you're not there. Okay. Even though I did go uh, last year in June. It's funny. I'll just tell tell a quick story. And trust me, I'm totally self-aware of where I stand in the world. But this was, this was very funny. So I send an email out. Uh, 
great friend of ours, Casamigos, Leon Seidler, says you play this this course out there that you played last year. Send me the days of Super Bowl week that you're available and what times, and I'll send it over there. So I said, great. So you're only available to play two days. And Lee goes, you'll be playing all week out there. So I write <laughs> Monday. Monday, Jerry Recco, Greg Giannotti. Tuesday, Boomer Esiason, Jerry Recco, Greg Giannotti. Wednesday, Boomer Esiason, Jerry Recco, Greg Giannotti. Thursday, Jerry Recco, Greg Giannotti. All right? Okay. Take a little advantage, I think. Well, what? Do you, no, Lee, I mean, Lee uh, said. Oh, he did. Okay. To send that email. All right. Okay. You're playing. Take it. I'm not taking. He told me you're playing all week. Okay. So those are the days that we could play. You know and, what and days he, you're available. And the thing about it, Lee knows the, the psycho that you've turned into. Right. I mean, you get golf. I mean, you get. I mean, you might as well take a Viagra. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, you're just crazed. Oh yeah. So all right. So yeah. So then ahead. the email comes back from the general manager. There goes. We will be. Happy to accommodate you the two days that Boomer is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. And uh, I just laughed. So the point is now that you can't be, I can't show up there without you. I'll get the boot. I need you. Again, this is pressure. I I mean, you're putting pressure on me. I need you. <laughs> and then if you don't, and here's the thing. So this was, you told me this was my thing. I had to take care of at this particular place. And I did. I got to set up the days I, I took care of you there. Everything's done. They got the tea times for us, everything. If you if you don't want to play in the mountains where it's 45 degrees, <laughs> then now we're going to have to find other connections to play down oh closer God. to sea level. So I don't know how we're going to do that because it'll be like 50, not in the mountains, 51. It's going to be right. like 45 and raining up in the mountains. Let me let me get out there next week and, you know, survey the land. whole thing. Yes. Lay the land spot. Yes. All right, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you want all in? I'm going five days. I'm going to be there for five days. I'm playing golf for five days. I'm coming for five days. I'm like Jesus. Yeah, I know. But here's now the issue. Like as we're talking off the air, you're like, man, if this weather isn't good, and you know, I'm I'm busy. You said probably the worst thing you've ever said to me. Okay. Maybe we don't bring the golf clubs. Is what you said. Okay. I, I was like. <laughs> What do you mean? I've got nothing else to do. I'm going to be sitting there next to Stephen Waldron at Blue Man Group. If we don't bring the golf club. Don't do this to me, man. I will play in 25 degrees. I don't care. I got to do it. I have to play. But honestly, like, I don't know. Like, all right. Al's Gina is going out there. Eddie can find something to do anywhere. It just doesn't matter. So those guys will be fine. They'll figure out stuff. But Jerry and I. If we don't have this, we're effed. What am I going to do? Walk around, drink and eat and gamble for nine days? I will die. You want me dead? No. No. We need to make this happen, man. I got to do it. It's not up in the mountains. It's got to be somewhere. All right. Well, well, just leave it the way it is right now. Okay? Freaking me out, man. All right. I'm going to be freaking me out. I'm sorry. You said maybe we don't bring the golf clubs. I didn't realize you were going to have this response to that. But honestly, I'm afraid for my well-being. Okay, I can see that. In, But in that environment, for <laughs> nine days with nothing to do, 
I am afraid of what I am capable of if I don't have something to do during the day. I mean, you're putting a lot of pressure on me, man. I mean, you really are. I mean, I, I, I will bring my golf clubs. I will, we will survey the land when we get out there. I mean, maybe we just play nine. I mean, if it's totally freezing. Yeah, yeah, And we're yeah. the only idiots on the golf course. Which would be great because you keep moving. Right. Just keep moving. Be okay. fine. You're okay. done. Two, two and a half hours. You want to go hiking with me? No. Are you really going to go hiking? I'm strongly considering renting a car. Really? Mm -hmm. To go drive around and then uh, go hiking in the mountains? Yes. I may, if if this whole thing falls apart, that's something I would actually consider, believe it or not. I would consider that. A little exercise, something different, get away from the... Get you away from the drinking. The drinking, the eating, and the gambling, and the... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Just calm down. I did I had no idea that this was going to set you off. I thought we just had a a nice conversation off the air where it was going to work out and everything was going to be fine and maybe we don't play cuz it's too cold and then I I did not expect this. I mean, you take a father of two young children and put them in Las Vegas. <laughs> Without their family for nine days and yes. nothing to do. Yeah, well, you've had a long week. I've had a very long week. Yes, you have. I've been running a hospice at my house. Yes, I know you have. Is that better? Ah, slightly. We're getting there. We're getting there. There was some movement. <laughs> she had a vice CU? <laughs> uh, no, not really. She took her little uh, fluid bag and went down the hall <laughs> a couple steps and then went back. But, yeah, I've... I feel bad for her, but it's, but it's I like it's a like we got to get out of bed now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> it's enough is enough now. We gotta we gotta get up. We got we got to resume. How many days has this been? It was Sunday. Wow, so Sunday. So, been, so she's hit. She got hit with the flu. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, Oof. bedridden since Sunday. Wow. Yeah, rough stuff. IV doc came yesterday, perked her up a little bit. A lot of popsicles. Well, that's good. A lot of popsicles, a lot of Gatorade, a lot of, you know. And I like the fact that you're stepping in there and taking care of things. That's right. Yep. Everybody's chipped in here. Because when mama goes down, the bleep hits the fan in a big way. <laughs> yes. And everybody's been chipping in. You know, next man up. <laughs> We've had the next man up mentality. Whether it's my parents, mother-in-law, me, we are we are chipping in. But it has been long days. And mother-in-law did not get sick? She did get sick, but she's she's battling. She's battling. But she'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, like when she's like... No, I'm fine. I'm really... No, I'm fine. <coughs> I'm like, you need me to, like, you need me to call somebody else up? No, no, no. I got it. I got it, Heather. I'll be... <coughs> <coughs> You sure? No, no, no. I mean, I, mean, I haven't felt this bad probably in twenty five years, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fine. You know, this is what's going on. Yeah, but now I know why you reacted the way you did when I said we weren't. I was not going to bring the golf yeah, clubs. See, there you go. Now you get a little insight, insight into the life. You're, you're dealing with all this pressure. And you figured this this golf thing is going to like uh, alleviate some of that pressure. You're going to have some enjoyment. In your life. Exactly. Yep. 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 And you're going through it right now. Oh yeah, I'm going through it. And now I'm feeling, you know, the shrapnel from that. Yep, you are. 
That's what happens when you see someone every single day. You know, you're part of their lives, and you're getting it now. You're getting the runoff. I am. You're getting the runoff. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, all right. All right. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We always talk about ownership in the NFL, and that's really where it starts and ends. If you got a great owner, you got stability there, you got someone who is all about the team and putting all the effort and money and everything that a team needs and support, then you're probably going to have sustained success. And then you got guys like David Tepper who have to hire people that were on nobody's radar. Because he's a maniac and has fired multiple coaches and had to pay multiple coaches to not coach. He fired Matt Rule before the season was over. He fired Frank Reich eight games in this season in his first year. So now they end up, the Carolina Panthers and David Tepper, the guy who's throwing drinks on opposing fans' heads at games, Dave Canales. Now, no disrespect to Dave Canales. Maybe he turns into the next Sean McVay. But there wasn't a single person on earth that had this guy linked to a job before this hiring cycle happened. Not, not true. Not true. Come on, Dave Canales? Yes, last week, Mike uh, Mike Valenti asked me during the kickoff, uh, give me your coaches where you think they may land. And Dave Canales was on that list. Dave Canales? Yes. Where'd you have him landing? I said I, I thought, you know, since Tennessee did not go with... Um, did not go with Bobby Slowick. I figured he and Bobby Slowick would be the type of guy that would take a job like Carolina. Like in other words, they're taking a guy that is going into the you know, assistant coach. Nobody ever thought that he would be a head coach, and good for him. He got the job. But it's one of 32, and it was going to be a guy like this that is going to be accepting of Dan Morgan, who is their new general manager, who's been in that building for years. And they may have a uh, relationship somewhere along the line. I don't know if they've ever run across each other. But um, all I can tell you is that he's one of these young and up-and-coming coaches. And, you know, you were talking about uh, it with Bill Cower last night about how, all right, what's your long-term future goals? And, and this is one of those guys that if he does hit, he makes it. He's gonna be. Ha- he's gonna have a long-term future goal. Like he's going to want to make, you know, cut his teeth and make his name here and and try to get this thing turned around. Listen, I know that he has got a nice resume and and working with Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> and he's done a good job with these quarterbacks. But when you say that someone like that is going to be who David Tepper is going to hire, when I hear that, it's like someone like that that no one else would have hired because. The only way Dave Canales is getting a job is with the Carolina Panthers, a head coaching job, because no one else wants it. Well, that's right. No one else wants it. Somebody like that would have to take the job. So it's much easier to hire a an assistant coach who's never been a head coach before and bring him into your building and then have him conform to what your building is, as opposed to hiring a head coach who's already had a job. And now he comes in and he wants to change the building. Yeah, I mean, so what do you think Dave Canales is over under a games coach before David Tepper fires him? Four and a half. I don't. I don't think they'll fire him this year. No, I don't. <laughs> you, okay. I think you know what, what's interesting, and you know, you bring this up, and I was just thinking about this the other day. Have we heard anything at all about Jim Irsay out in Indianapolis? Uh yeah. Well, well, we heard something about how they had a Narcan. administrator Narcan to save yeah. his life. 
Have we heard about anything since then? No, they put out a statement saying that he was in the hospital with a respiratory infection and they'd like to have privacy and that whole thing when that story came out. And then there was this 911, you know, body cam video of the cop showing up to the house playing Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer while they were rolling up there. But other than that, no. I mean, is there more of a 2024 story with Narcan and Taylor Swift? I mean, it's like everything coming together at once. Yeah. I mean, all we need is AI in there somehow. And we've got all three of the things. Narcan, Taylor Swift, AI. Oh, my God. TikTok. The hell's going on? Yeah, they could have done a TikTok of the whole thing. I mean, they might have. Who knows? But yeah, so no, we have not. We've not heard anything else from him or that situation. What would? What were you looking? To I don't hear? know. Just something you know to keep an eye on. How long was he out? Does he have any other further damage due to this? I mean, what's going on? I mean, what's the stability of the franchise? That kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. You probably do, but like you know how there's. Uh, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, uh, Bob Kraft, and um, God, I'm losing it already. What's Bob Jonathan Kraft? Kraft? Jonathan Kraft. Yeah. Is there... Not that I know of. Uh, maybe his daughter. I think his daughter is involved. Okay. I definitely think his daughter is involved. And I don't know. You just... You just you would hope that a guy with all the resources and everything that he has would be able to kind of control that, but I guess you can't. And I'm, he's like a human being, first and foremost. And... You just, I mean, he, he hired Jeff Saturday in the middle of a season last year. He did. Yes. It doesn't seem very stable to me. No, uh, not at all. Now, here's the, the latest. What was this from? This was January 25th, which was yesterday. Uh, report. Colts executive called 911 concerned that odor Jim Irsay had congestive heart failure. First responders arrived at the home of Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay on, is it Ursay or Ursay? Ursay. Ursay. On December 8th, after longtime team executive Pete Ward placed a 911 call concerned that Ursay was suffering from congestive heart failure. Uh, we have a gentleman who is unresponsive. He is breathing, but is bluish in color, and we believe that he may be having congestive heart failure. Failure. Um, Ward also told the dispatch that Ursay's breathing was labored and that he was mostly unconscious. When Ward arrived, he said Ursay's nurse said his oxygen level was low. Uh, the police report said he was treated with Narcan, a medicine that can reverse an opioid overdose before medics arrived on the scene. Ursay was later transported to a hospital. So he had a, he actually actually had a nurse there in the house. Uh, Pete, n no, I don't think so. Oh, you said, there, I, I heard the word nurse come out of your mouth. You said nurse. Did I? Yes. You said the word nurse. Did he not say the word nurse? Nurse. Mm -hmm. I, you heard nurse, Eddie? Nurse, yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm not, I know I said it, well, but I'm not trying to find it now. I'm trying to find where the nurse is. Oh, yeah. What? <clears throat> there it is. When Ward arrived... Who was the executive? Okay, for the Colts, he said Ursay's nurse said his oxygen level was low. Okay, so there is a nurse that was watching Ursay. Yeah, for some reason. For some reason. Yes, and then and then it was a Narcan injection that mm -hmm. basically brought him back. Yes. Yeah. And I've been a nurse for the last week, so I know you know situations. How's uh, that nursing going, by the way? <laughs> 
<laughs> Hopefully over today. Do you, do, you, do you have a greater appreciation for nurses? Oh, I, listen, I never had anything but the utmost appreciation and respect for nurses. now even more so. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I didn't think I could have more respect for nurses, but now I do. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, there you go. That's your that's your latest. And then you got the Taylor Swift police video as well. And then this the statement. So, the, the release of this police report that had the Narcan thing. This is what I was talking about. The statement from the Colts came out and said, uh, Mr. Ursay continues to recover from his respiratory illness. We will have no further comment on his personal health. We continue to ask that Jim and his family's privacy be respected. So it's now it's a respiratory illness, and I, I didn't know you, you would use Narcan for respiratory illnesses. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they, uh, they want to sort of calm down the stories, and I'm sure that because of his history of addiction, this is a very, very sensitive and tough situation for him and the family, so I, I, I'm sure they're just putting out some statement trying to and I do, I, I do think his daughter is is very much involved. Okay. So another, uh, think about it. So look at the the lines are led by a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bengals will eventually be led by a woman, although Katie Blackburn is probably one of the more powerful women in all of football. That's Mike Brown's daughter. Yeah. Um, she's on all the different committees and everything. Um, I'm trying to think. You have AD, Amy Adams, Strunk, who owns the... Uh, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, uh, Donna Ponte just got a uh, a GM interview. Yeah, I mean, so a lot of I mean, a lot of women being empowered. Absolutely. So take that, people who are mad at the Barbie Oscars. You know, look at what the NFL's doing. You know, that's another thing. I never thought I would ever have a discussion like I had last night about Ryan Gosling getting an Oscar nomination for Barbie. Like I don't really care. Yeah, uh, but it was it seemed to be a, a, a discussion point. It was. And People like, are into are it. You, are you? Uh, do you give it back if you're Ryan Gosling, or do you take it and feel good about? It? I mean, how's how do you think that works? I think it's. I think it would be worse if he won and then handed it to somebody because that feels like a charity case thing. You know, you got to take it if I you mean, win you it. You take it. You got to take it for that role though. Like Oliver Stone said that he's like wasting his time with roles like that. You win an Oscar, you win an Oscar, man. I mean, you know? he's a very talented actor. I mean, it's not like his, he was Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, and won the Oscar. I mean, this was a big movie. It got nominated for Best Picture. This is not like Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah, but a I mean, big but, movie. But Deuce Bigelow didn't get nominated. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the, you're exactly making my point, is that this was, even though he played Ken in this movie... This was a big movie. It was a huge box office hit, and it so, was nominated for an Oscar. Well, with all these surrounding controversy, yeah, uh, do you think he accepts it, or do you think he goes up there, or doesn't show up, or protests, or does something along those lines? Ah, I wouldn't do that. I, mean, I don't you know, know what he. Role. I don't know I mean, him enough. It's but. his role. You did your role. You did your job. Yeah, and you are getting recognized. For the role of getting slapped around. Exactly. Yeah. So, take it. Take it. I mean, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. People are one honor you. You take it. That's what I would have done. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see, right? I mean, I mean, there's so much pressure. They can't give it to them, can they? Yeah. I think they probably didn't they already make the decisions on this. I thought they already made the decisions on it. Well, I think all the votes are in. I, we don't know who won. Yeah. 
But you can I wonder see who he's all, up against. Is the best see, actor, obviously. You can see all the backlash. Isn't a, is he a supporting actor or an actor? It's got to be actor. He's Ken. He's not the lead. Yeah, but lead, he's, leading actor. Lead, leading yeah, actor. leading male actor. Best actor nominees. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Maestro, where he played Leonard Bernstein. Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. So maybe it is supporting actor. Look at that. Let's see. Unless this is just a short list. Supporting actor. Yeah, he's supporting actor. So you got Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, they're not giving it to Ryan no, Gosling. There's no way he's getting Sterling it. K. Brown, American Fiction, and Ryan Gosling. Oppenheimer's running away with everything. If I had to guess, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. <laughs> I can definitely see Mike talking about that. You know, yeah. I went to Oppenheimer. You know, Oppenheimer, great movie. You know, a little long, but, you know, people say, you know, did you see Oppenheimer? I said, I did see Oppenheimer. Did you see Oppenheimer? It's Oppenheimer. Did yeah. You see Oppenheimer? I, 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 happen, I happen to like Oppenheimer. Did you see it? Uh, I saw Oppenheimer. No, I'm not talking about Mike. I'm talking I about Oppenheimer. Did like you see Oppenheimer? No, I did not see Oppenheimer. Yeah, well, why didn't you see Oppenheimer? Because I was watching Fat Perez. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> psycho. Uh, Oppenheimer was a great movie. Yeah, I, I would like to watch it, but. And that Julian Murphy was great in it. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy is awesome. Peaky yeah. Blinders. I think Peaky Blinders, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, everybody's talking about Bobby yeah. and, you know, how. <laughs> Bobby. The women aren't nominated in Bobby. And, you know, this is what I would say to Greta Gerwig. Listen, Tuts. <laughs> Be happy that the film was nominated. It's not about you. Okay, sweetheart? <laughs> not about you. And Margot Robbie, very attractive. Very attractive. Just, I mean, you're young, you're beautiful. Like, just keep your mouth shut. You know? <laughs> That's what I would say. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Now, someone, but this is what will happen. Like, someone right. will write about that, thinking yes. that that's me saying this stuff. You know yes. what I'm saying? Remember yeah. when that happened when I was doing Joe Beningo talking about the Chinese uh, yes. stealing Rob Sala's plays because he's on TikTok? <laughs> so, please, anybody who's watching this awful announcing the big lead or whatever, I'm doing a voice and a character that's not me saying that Greta Gerwig should be happy and calling her sweetheart, okay? Toots. All right, I use the word toots. Okay. Yeah, so I would just say to Margot Robbie, listen, sugar lips. You played Bobby, okay? You know, you didn't play Helen Keller. <laughs> or Ayn Rand. I mean, yeah, I mean, you didn't you didn't play Amelia Earhart, okay? Sweet Cheeks, you played Bobby. So you get what you get when you play Bobby. We're back. <laughs> All right, uh, it's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Feel good.
Good Football Friday on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Dance the Night. Dua Lipa should have been nominated for an Oscar. One of the other Oscar snubs for Barbie. I mean, come on. Give me a break. And by the way, so she's announced yesterday another new song coming out February 15th. So I'm wondering if that's the time she's going to be around promoting in New York. So February 15th. Uh, we'll see if the people upstairs. It would be nice Valentine's Day. <laughs> ah. Hey, so let me ask you a question. If it doesn't happen, like they don't come through with this. Yeah. What is our recourse? I think you ask for your gifts back. We're going to flip that station. <laughs> No, what will happen? I'll have Olive flip that station to news. Okay. <laughs> we'll simulcast 880 on there instead. Oh, man. They don't come through. Okay. <laughs> Kidding. It's the joke. No, they'll come through. I know they will. Karen and Minge. I think they are. I think they will. Karen, Minge, and intern Anthony, they'll come through. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. How long is intern Anthony going to be an intern? Hmm. So you think it's going on six years now? Yes. <laughs> think they're paying him? After six years? Yeah. I hope so. They paying out for and then Jerry for uh, the uh, the warm up show. All right, time Fair, for an update. Fair point. <laughs> uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on, man? We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. We're also brought to you by Dr. Jay Shaw at Samwell Institute for Pain Management. Visit samwellpain.com. You know what's going on? Your Knicks are going on. Randall double teamed. Randall over Jokic. Michael Malone, of course, that was yes! Kenny Albert and Clyde Frazier on MSG. The Knicks moving 11 games over 500 as they just smashed the Nuggets 122 to 84. That was a Julius Randall hoop right there. Uh, Randall on the night, 17 points. How about that game? We just executed, you know, from start to finish. You know, I think our biggest thing was. Uh, even though we won the game in Brooklyn, we didn't get off to a good start. So we wanted to get off to a good start. We played with the lead, played strong with the lead. And yeah, all game long, up by a lot at halftime and kind of cruised from there. Jalen Brunson, 7 of 10, 21 points. He says solid across the board. And we definitely played well. And um, I, I think we definitely were uh, doing things and, uh, to help us be in advantage, in advantage all night. So, um but yeah, I give us a lot of credit on how we played today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And then, of course, you've got OG Ananobi, who continues to just be terrific. 26 points. He was 10 of 18. This was courtesy of MSG. We just played hard. We communicated on both ends, got good shots. And, you know, we're a really talented team, and we just went out there and showed it tonight. And so they've won five in a row and 11 of 13. Pretty damn impressive. 28 and 17 now on the season. Uh, fourth place in the East as they moved ahead of Cleveland for that fourth spot. Two games behind Philadelphia for third in the East. Uh, as for the Nets, just uh, four seconds from Nick Claxton as they lost 96-94, trailed much of the night, almost got all the way back. Well, did get all the way back, but then wound up losing by two. Here was Claxton. We didn't win. Nothing more. Man, no, no more victories. Um... Another tough loss. Yep. They're 27th as they are sinking like a stone. Carl Anthony Towns at 27 points and nine rebounds. All right. NBA All-Star starters were announced. Jalen Brunson was not on the list. Uh, we heard from Charles Barkley last hour, of course, uh, disappointed in that. We know he'll be a reserve, though. LeBron James for the 20th straight season was named, however. I want to thank, the, obviously, the fans for voting me in as NBA All-Star starter uh, for the 20th uh, uh, time, um, you know, and um, 20 consecutive time. And it means a lot to me. You know, I just try to come out here, put in the work, and then let the work pay off on a game-to-game -game basis. And there you go. And there he is. Was he 30? 
37, 38 now, right? I want to say 38. 38, right? So uh, 20th straight season, so good for him. And then Just remember, Google it. Yes, thank you. Remember um, last hour, or yesterday rather, we were playing the audio of Luka Doncic kind of battling back and forth with the reporter. Oh, he just turned 39. Really? Okay. Yeah. 39. Um, Doncic was upset with the fan. The fan got ejected. I think it's come out that the fan actually left. He, he left before they ejected him. But whatever. It was Doncic that started that, the back and forth with the reporter. Well, Doncic was on TNT, and Ernie Johnson did ask him about the incident. And 24 hours later, Doncic was like, my bad. I was really frustrated. You know, we were losing. I twisted my ankle in the second half, so in the first half. It was just a lot of emotions. Uh, but yeah, uh, probably shouldn't have done that. So... So my bad. I uh, shouldn't have done that. Maybe he'll learn. travel with a DJ. I don't know. That was, I don't know. That was on TNT, apparently. So who knows? All right. We turn our attention to football. Sunday at 3 o'clock. Chiefs and Ravens. AFC Championship game. We have certainly become very accustomed to seeing one Patrick Mahomes in this matchup. Trying to find a way to get to the Super Bowl and obviously try to win it. Um, but uh, I do have an appreciation for where I ended up on the players that I have around me, the coaches that I have around me. Um, in the organization that, that that I'm in, and that we're lucky enough to be in this position, as they are every. You know, you talking year. about ownership. That's one of the best ownerships in football out there. The Hunt the family, right? Just like San Francisco now, uh, they have one of the best uh, ownerships in football. The Ravens have one of the best ownerships in football. It's not a coincidence that these teams are all there. And I know the Ford family hasn't really run the Lions all that great over the years, but they got the right coach, and they made some great draft choices, brought in some really good free agents. They have one of the best offensive line and running back combinations in the NFL. So maybe they're getting their act together. But these other three teams all have top shelf, top five NFL organizations. Yeah, and Brad Holmes, general manager, executive of the year in the NFL. So really, really great job by him. It's all about Dan Campbell. Everybody talks about him. But Brad Holmes, that general manager, has been killing it. Dan Campbell gave him a game ball at the end of the season for the job he has done and for working with him. So there you go. Here was Chris Jones just talking about this Baltimore offense that he's going to have to run into. You got the finesse teams. You got the downhill running teams. And then you got the Baltimore Ravens who can do a little bit of both. Um, they can run the ball. They can pass the ball. They got weapons on the outside. But they also got a dominant offensive line who can just run the ball. That'll be a 3 o'clock start right here on the fan with Westwood One and, of course, on CBS. Then you've got the game in Santa Clara between the Niners and the Lions for the NFC Championship. Aiden Hutchinson says we are not just happy to be there. Keep this train rolling, and um, I think we're all ready for this game. You know, I, I don't know if there's too much anticipation yet, but... Um, we all have great mentalities coming into this one. And he's part of a Lions defense that Christian McCaffrey says is no joke. They're extremely tough. You know, they play hard. They fly around. They're physical. Um, I think they give you a lot of different looks. They pressure a lot. So um, I think a lot of guys get confused sometimes and, um, you know, where they're coming from. And so we shall see. We will find out who will be in the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks by Sunday around 9 30, 10 o'clock. We will know. Now, this was kind of cool, too. During, there's not, the announcers actually don't even mention it, but I'm going to play this. This was the Red Wings game last night. Mata wants no they beat the that, Flyers. Think, and Hathaway, so as this point, on, game, why Hear the crowd in the background? They're actually chanting Pop Jared Goff. How cool is wow. that? Was he at the game? Had okay, to be at okay the details. Game. I would think so. Uh, perhaps. Yes. Maybe, maybe so yelled Jared. Maybe Goff's they put him on the board. There. Yeah. Point course. is, it's Jared. Think about Good where he was when he went to Detroit. The way he was viewed, and now NFC Championship game. 
and they're chanting his name in a it's Red Wings game. It's been, a long, it's been a long three years for him because that trade was consummated three years ago for he and uh, Matthew Stafford. That's right. And, you know, Matthew went on to go win a Super Bowl, so good for him. And now Jared Goff has another opportunity to take another team to the Super Bowl. And beat who along the way? Matthew Stafford. That's right. That's kind of cool. Uh, the Falcons hired Raheem Morris as their new head coach. The Panthers hired Bucks offensive coordinator Dave He was Canales. not at the game, by the way. He was not. They were just doing it. That's cool. Really? Yeah. That is very neat. Uh, on Jeopardy, usually when you watch Jeopardy, um, the contestants are very straightforward. They don't really inject too much opinion on things. Mm. That was not the case whenever this was, probably recently, as it was put into the system. Um, when this guy had a question and answer. All this beautiful for 1200 please. This St. Louis Cardinals great slugged his 700th home run in 2022, his last season in Major League Baseball. Lloyd. Who is the wretched Albert Pujols? Wow, yes. <laughs> the wretched. The wretched. <laughs> wow. At the end, he's like, go Cubs. So you oh. understand where that comes oh, from. There you go. But that's actually I, I pretty funny. he got it right. He did get it right. So we, had a, we uh, did questions for, again, remember we did these, I think, last year. We did questions for Jeopardy, again, around the Super Bowl. So I'm not sure when they're going to be playing. So be keep your eye out for those. So they were questions. NFL oh, today, you guys NFL did. NFL oh, today, cool. Yes. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I like, remember that last year. It's pretty good. Like right. video questions? Yes. Well, that's very cool. All right. Celebrating the Super Bowl this year. Celebrating the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. That's right. That's called cross-promotion, Jerry. Yes. With, that's ABC, right? Well, no, it's, uh, it's distributed over, over CBS stations, too. Is it really? Yeah, Jeopardy? Depending on the city. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like an independent thing, and whatever yes. network buys it in whatever city. Just assume it was on ABC right. all over the place. How about that? Um, NHL last night, Patrick Waugh was back in Montreal, but his Islanders lost to the Canadians 4-3. That having been said, he was welcomed with open arms. I'd like to thank the Montreal Canadiens for that. I mean, it was really nice of them, what they did, and um, the fans were just... Like like usually, I mean, this is this this is a good crowd, and it's like in New York. Yep. Well, they, unfortunately, they didn't win the game, though. Matthew Barzell and Kyle Palmieri scored power play goals in the third, but it was Sean Monahan that scored with approximately just over two minutes to go in regulation to snap a three three tie, and so four three the final. The Devils lost to the Hurricanes three two. Jordan Stahl's second period goal. Uh, the difference in that game, you've got the Rangers taking on to so the Golden Knights. This is a good night to play them. They've been hanging around Manhattan. That's what I'm saying, right? Kind so of like get them. Uh, Denver, you know, they're at the end of their trip. I mean, let's let's do to them what the Knicks did to Denver last night. There you go. They will play the Golden Knights this evening, and Novak Djokovic is out at the Australian Open. He lost a semifinal match in four sets to Yannick Sinner. Any interest for next hour before I waste my time? Um, and hear me out before you say God no. Carmelo Anthony talking oh, God, about no. okay, all right, talking about what? And only because it's a different perspective. Phil Jackson. I can't even say it. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Triangle offense? Yeah. Nah. I've never heard him talk about it this way. That's why I'm bringing it. it. But I don't want to waste my time if you're going to vomit once was, I start was saying he it. blaming Phil Jackson? No. No. It's actually the complete opposite. <clears throat> All right, bring it to us then, okay. Jerry. All right. Why then not? I, then I will take, get to it. All right. Thank you. It's Boomer Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. Good football Friday on the fan and CBS Sports Network. It was really cool last night, this Tellers event with you and Coach Cower. 
Because at the table, not only was I, before we did the chalk talk, we are sitting down for dinner, not only was I sitting across from Coach Cower, and we got a chance to talk a lot about football and Pittsburgh and everything else, but to my left was Suffolk County District Attorney Ray Tierney. Yes. The man who is, of course, prosecuting the Long Island serial killer Rex Huberman. So, like, I wanted to ask him a bunch of questions about it and stuff, but I didn't. I just, just one or two things, like, eh, you know, what's going I'll on? I'll tell you what, he's a serious guy. Well, you have to be. I mean, man. I know what, no, and, you know, I, I listened to one of his press conferences with one of the things that he was dealing with yesterday. Yeah. You know, after, I mean, you know, before he came to see us at Teller's uh, next door yesterday, but I, mean, I don't know how a guy like that goes through life. I mean, just like with your clear head, seeing all the dysfunction out there and all the problems that you're dealing with. Well, he's trying to make things better. He's trying to get the bad guys, trying to clean things up, trying to make things, you know, as best as they could be in Suffolk County. You know, and he was talking about how in-depth knowledge he has of every town and neighborhood. And he could, he just, he's very sharp guy. Very sharp. So, yo, yesterday, Coach Cower and I drove out. Oh, my God. Yeah, it only took like three and a half hours to get out there. And, And one of the interesting things is, and I love doing this on a beautiful day. When I do go out to Suffolk County, a lot of times I'll go to the Meadowbrook all the way down to Ocean Parkway mm-hmm. and just ride along Ocean Parkway and Jones Beach and all of that. And so we were doing that last night in the fog. Yeah. And we're riding down there. And I said, you know, Coach, just so you understand, this is where the Gilgo Beach murders took place. And, I'm, and you know, it's foggy and it's yeah. dark and there's all that brush and all that. Yeah. And I said, see, so you see this, Coach, this is the Gilgo area over here. And if you look over to our left where you can see underneath the fog, look at all of that heavy brush. And you, and you know the smell that's out here? Oh, There's yeah. like a smell. There's like an ocean smell mm-hmm. and the bay smell. Mm-hmm. This is why you would never be able to find a body unless you are actually looking for it because of the just... Just everything that's there. You'd never go in there. You would never, ever go in there because you have poison oak, poison sumac, poison ivy. You have uh, juniper bushes. You have every, every like, you know, there's probably rats in there and possums and raccoons. And <coughs> I mean, there's ticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you name it. It's in there. And it's and I was, I was showing him this is where this place was. And I said, you cannot believe the density of the vegetation in that area. Dingleberry bushes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, they have those too. Those dingleberry bushes. But uh, so I asked Coach Cower, I said, are you familiar with the Gilgo Beach murders? Because Ray Tierney here, you know, I was trying to break the ice between the two of them. You know, Vip Boomer told me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you the guy? <laughs> you the guy prosecuting him? It was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, we passed that. We're like, dump all the bodies. <laughs> It's like, this is nuts. What an unbelievable triangle of conversation I've got here. I mean, I had to go pick up Coach yesterday up in Midtown. I mean, it took me like from, from Tribeca down here to go up there 45 minutes. I, just, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, look, we could sit here and complain all day long. It doesn't, it doesn't do us any good. But it just, it's nice to get, us, get it off our chest. Yeah. Between the double park trucks, the bikes going the wrong way. Uh, the lean-tos in the streets for the restaurants. I mean, it is madness. It is, I mean, you take your life into your own hands. Coach couldn't uh, hop on the subway and come on down to you? You know, I, I didn't want, I, like, he was doing a, a, a solid for us, man. I would have never expected. I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I went and got him and got him there. No, I know. I would have never expected you to say, take the subway, especially with all the 
garbage that goes on down Yo, there. By the way, I got to tell you, I, I'm starving this morning. And I don't know why. I had like three lobster tails, mm. a filet mignon, half a dozen clams. Yeah. I, I mean, I there was so much food there last night. There was. You know, I did not eat enough. I should have I ate more because I was talking a lot. You know, you talk a lot and then you're trying to eat and talk. And then like next thing you know, the stage time and then they're taking away your plate. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going to tell them to say I, I, I didn't eat as much as I wanted to. I, I, I uh, blew it. I blew it. Uh, they had that that uh, appetizer or the the uh, cocktail hour sliced pastrami. Oh, <laughs> so that was something else. I know it was like melting your mouth meats. I get. I have to say. I mean, I walked in there. I was like, wow. I because I I knew that place as it's Teller's next door. Yeah, I knew it as the Italian restaurant. Yeah, which was good. Verace. Right, and then I think Kurt was telling me that you know they had all these issues around COVID and everything else, and they decided to they had the back outside where we were sitting last mm-hmm. night with the tent and all that stuff, and that thing was beautiful. It was awesome, top notch, a plus. Yes, Billy in East Islip. What's going on, Billy? Hey, good morning, Boom. Good morning, Gio. What's up, Boom, man? Did you take them? Did you take them to any of our other places like Stanley's Bakery or? Or uh, Charlie's Hot uh, I couldn't do that. Uh, it just took us three and a half hours to get out there. So, I mean, uh, I just had to get him out of the car. He he had had enough with me at that point. I took him through Bay Shore, though. Yeah, you know, I took him down the Robert Moses Causeway. We ended up taking Main Street, 27A Montauk Highway through Bay Shore. I said, look, this is where I grew up. Mm-hmm. This is where I got snot-faced. <laughs> this is where Gio and I had our boat party. That kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everybody at the Portly was texting me. Are they going to come? Are they going to come? I'm like, no, they're not coming to the Portly Villager after this thing, man. Coach Cowan's got to go back to the city. Yeah, I well, forget about Coach Cowan. Did they realize that you and I actually work in the morning? They don't care. I mean, people don't care. They don't care. I, I mean, it just, but whatever. I mean, I understand because they're, they're thinking like, they don't really think like we do anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you show up there and you you shoot the breeze and then you go home. <laughs> That's what, what they mean? think. Like, I could do that. That's what, what they think. They think that they, they think, think I could do that. I mean, what do you got to do tomorrow? You just show up and you talk and you go home. And I'm like, well, this is, there's the commute. There's this. It's like, you ever just talk to yourself? You know what? I was thinking that maybe you and I could take a day off and I'll put Chris Patera and Brent Ziegler in here. Oh Let them talk for God. four hours. Oh, my God. Two of your best buds? Yes. Those guys, I would have no qualms at all that they could get through four hours just shooting the crap Do back you think and forth. So? Oh, of course. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, of course. I don't think so. Glenn and Park Slope. What's going on, Glenn? Hey, good morning. What are you doing? What's, What's happening? Man? I just love to see uh, the situation if Bill Cower did actually take a subway downtown. I would pay, I would pay a thousand dollars to just watch him try to navigate the system and deal. No, with he it. can. He he's a New Yorker. He can. He knows exactly what's going on. Now, here's the thing. I thought about this. Yeah. I thought that I would meet him at Penn Station and maybe we'd take the LIRR and the Babel online mm-hmm. and get out there, which would have been the easiest thing to do. <clears throat> I ain't taking Coach Cower down there. No, I didn't want to do that to him. Just train going up town to downtown. <laughs> So I'm on the I'm on the one train going downtown. Fifty thousand rats, sixty thousand homeless people. Some guys playing a guitar and peeing at the same time. So I got back, got off, and went uptown. Right back uptown, downtown, uptown. 
He's the greatest. I love him. I love Coach Cower. We yeah, had a we had a tremendous time sharing stories. Yeah, I'm sure you did. People we knew in common. Right, he had actually had a good time. What do you mean actually? Well, the point being is that it took so long to get there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I figured he'd be like a little bit annoyed. You know yeah, how he yeah. gets annoyed. Yeah, yeah. But he, but he didn't get annoyed at no. all. Well, he was yeah. He was very pleasant. We took a million pictures. He did. Yes, there was a lot, a lot of pictures, multiple times too, which is great. I mean, multiple people come back. Then you know, we they do take it again. The camera, then, yeah, then we to gotta take come back phone, the phone and everything. I'm like, oh, my God, come on, just one more. My friend was late. No problem. Football Friday on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Top Studio. Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick may not get jobs in this hiring cycle. I don't think Bill Belichick is at all. Maybe Vrabel somehow lands with one of these two last jobs in Seattle. Or the Commanders. You told me that the Commanders is done already. Ben Johnson of the Lions. So, yeah, those two guys are not going to be, most likely not going to be coaching in 2024. So not only will Bill Belichick be hovering over those coaches on the hot seat, but here comes Mike Vrabel as well, who's had a ton of su- success in the league. So anybody who gets off to a bad start or maybe is in year three and is struggling and all of that, you know, including the New York Giants, is going to be looking over their shoulder. You don't normally get guys like that with that type of experience, just waiting around, taking years off. I mean, this is a bizarre situation in the NFL that Bill Belichick, for the first time, was a coaching free agent in 24 years, and he didn't get hired. Hey, you know what? So what? I mean, just enjoy your life, man. And then Wait you know, a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Every time I say that, I say that all the time. Just enjoy your life. Give it up. Enjoy yourself. No, you know, I'm not saying die. Up. I'm saying enjoy your life right now. And you're like, these guys coach. They need to coach. They have to coach. This is yeah. what they do, man. What's wrong with a little break? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, you know, they, they get paid a lot of money. They get their guaranteed contracts. I'm sure that Coach Belichick has made somewhere north of $100 million, if not more than that. And uh, I would just say... It's okay, you know, if you don't take a job. And I can understand why Atlanta didn't hire him, uh, but that doesn't mean somebody else won't next year. And I, I know that, uh, listening to Coach Cower talking about legacy and all that other stuff, that Bill Belichick will go down in, in the the annals of the NFL legacy-wise as a Patriot. I understand that. You, went, but, you did the but, Chris Russo just now. I know that. <laughs> but if he comes back to, but if he comes back to the Giants. Yeah. Down in the annals. If he comes back to the Giants. Yeah. Then he can go where it all started for him. That is correct. And you know that if Brian Dable and the Giants have a bad year, that's what everybody's going to be talking about. And I like Brian Dable. I want him to have a great year. Heard these guys this morning talking on the warm-up show, and it was it's a good point. So either way, next year, going into the 2025 season, things will be looking up for the Giants because either Brian Dable's still the coach because they had a great year, or Bill Belichick is the coach. One thing that's not going to happen is the Giants have a crap year and Brian Dayball and Joe Shane are still going to be here. That won't happen. I don't believe it will. The other thing that's amazing to me is just how impatient these owners in the NFL really are. Completely impatient. A lot of them. And uh, they keep trying to find the secret sauce, trying to find that right guy. Look at the Lions. I mean, they found Dan Campbell, and he was uh, 3-13 and his first year, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think they started either one and six or one and seven his sec- second year. That's right. 
And people were talking about firing him and getting rid of Jared Goff and all that other crap. And now they're screaming Jared Goff's name at a Detroit Red Wings game. And Dan Campbell is going to be one of the favorite for coach of the uh, coach of the year. And they're going to the NFC Championship game. Part of it is Jared Goff. The other part of it is the great drafting. I mean, they did a great job drafting. They, they tried to fix their defense. I don't think their defense is really as good as it needs to be. But their offensive line is like second to none in this league. Well, I think that the impatience is sort of a reflection of everything these days. It's a reflection of society, if I could get deep for a minute. Okay. Everybody wants everything right now, don't we? Okay. We're so used to it. From uh, DoorDash to instant gratification on social media to whatever it may be. And we want it right now. We don't want to wait. DoorDash. DoorDash. You know? DoorDash. Things like that. Okay. You don't want to wait. And I think that because there's pressure, you want to win now. You can't imagine bringing this. It's not working. Let me cut ties. I really do believe it's the the way that we live our lives now has a lot to do with the impatience of owners in sports. And also, I mean, the fan bases are, are impatient, too. Yes. Has to be now. Has to be now. Has to be now. And there's a vehicle to get those uh, points of view across. A vehicle. A vehicle. Yep. Yes. Uh, by the way, um, Eddie, while you were out there, Boomer said uh, we'll go down in the anals. Yes. You did the Chris Russo down in the I anals did. thing. If you want to you get Boomer saying anal. So it would be perfect. Uh, just want to give him a heads up. Uh, Johnny in the Bronx. What's going on, Johnny? Hey. Hey. How you guys doing? Great, Johnny. How are you? Good, good. Listen, I want to talk to Boomer and you about, uh, you know, what's the infatuation with Bill Belichick? The guy's seven, he's going to be 72 years old. 72. Mm-hmm. He's like an old man on the sideline. He looks like he's like about 100. And how's, how's the guy in the White House look? <laughs> we got a president that's older than him, and we quite possibly could get another president even older than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but you know what? He's he. You know what? Have you seen uh, Pete Carroll on the sideline? Of course, he's like he's like thirty five years old. Mm. He's running up and down the sideline. This guy looks like he's. He's like a corpse. Like yeah, a but Bill Belichick has never changed. He was always looked the yeah, same. Yeah, when he was on the 35, he's, he was not yeah, moving around. Exactly I, what he's doing. You know doing. what? My feeling is I think I think football has passed him by. Oof. He's an old guy sitting there. He's like, you know, he's like a corpse. Johnny. Bill Belichick, the game has not passed Bill Belichick by. You know, it's amazing. So you had two young coaches, well, not... You, real young, but, you know, Todd Bowles and Dan Campbell trying to figure out how to end the game last week. Yeah, both botching and, and it. both and screwing it up. I guess the game has passed them by, or they just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no Very way. rarely, and I, I've done a lot of Bill Belichick's games as a broadcaster, they would do things in games that you would never see other coaches do. And, I mean, really, like, letting a team score – um, taking a safety and punting it back to a team, getting better field position, different things that he would do in games that you know other coaches don't even can't even comprehend. And very rarely would you ever sit there in judgment of the way that he would finish a game. Now it helps when you got a smart quarterback and he also understands the situation. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's what I say about um, like Patrick Mahomes. He understands the situation. So last week they had the ball for about twenty three minutes. 
the Buffalo Bills played almost a perfect offensive game. And in 23 minutes, the Kansas City Chiefs should have scored 34 points if McCall Hardman doesn't fumble the ball out of the end zone. And in, and they ran, I think, either 41 or 42 actual plays. There were four kneel downs in the game. Think about the efficiency and think about the explosiveness of what Kansas City did last week in a very tough environment. Now, Baltimore is a tough environment, too. They have better players. They're healthier, so it'll be a lot, a lot more difficult uh, for Patrick and his offense. But, I mean, you just you can't ever take away the the experience that he has already had to live through and and then not be able to handle it. And I'm just thinking like he's got Andy Reid as a coach. How old is Andy Reid? He's been around forever. Is Andy Reid seventy yet? I don't think so. I don't think he is either, but I just I, Google it. Yeah, I know. He's not as old as Bill Belichick, but are you gonna sit here and tell me that the game has passed Andy Reid by? Sixty five years old. It has the game passed him by? Well no, of course and not. And who looks healthier, Belichick or Reid? Well, yeah. I mean, Reed's uh, eating nuggets. <laughs> nuggets. Right? Nuggies or whatever he calls them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheeseburgers and nuggies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, let's see the updated forecast for Baltimore on Sunday. You know what's going to... What? 73 today. What? Uh, it's going to be 73 in Baltimore today with sun. Are you still on Las Vegas? No. Baltimore, Maryland, 73. Las Vegas is 45. Sun, oh boy. Sunday, 48. Rain, Ugh. 90%. Oh, God. Rainfall near a quarter of an inch. Ugh. And then Saturday, it's going to be raining as well. Saturday night, so that field's going to be nice and soaked. Slow it down. You know, if you were, slow a, team, if you were a team and you wanted the, the field to be slow, who would that be an advantage for? The Kansas City Chiefs. Right? Yeah, I think so. Damn, I still I'm sure, they got, I'm sure they got good drainage. Yeah, you would hope so. It's a professional football stadium. you think they have good drainage. It rain's rain, man. You know? But you get a lot of it, nothing you can do about it. It's not Brock, Brock Purdy, put the glove on, take the glove off, put the glove on, take the glove off. That's, yeah. you know, these are, these. this, this is the presumptive MVP, and he would have his second MVP and the best quarterback in the, in the, in the, uh, in the league. Yeah, I still don't know who I'm picking in the game. I still, I keep going back and forth. There's a, lot of things that there's a lot of things to think about. Vacillating on this particular matchup. Uh, let's go to Vinny in West Caldwell. What's going on, Vinny? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Vinny. What's up, man? Hey, where are you playing golf in Vegas? Well, we don't know yet because the one club that we were supposed to play at in the mountains looks like it's going to be snowing and uh, raining and 45. Uh, so, I, yeah, it's not going to happen. out there. I was out there a few years ago. We I don't know what course you're playing at, but we were well off the strip up in the mountains. It was the worst round of golf I ever had. Yeah, Three the putting is wins. tough up in the mountains, yeah. Yeah, I, will, I, I don't know. You guys better look elsewhere if you want to have a good time. <laughs> I'm just trying to let you know. No, listen, I man. I, I, I lived it. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be windy, but I don't know. If the forecast has to improve, Jerry and I are in complete emergency scramble mode right now out there we're trying everything we're thinking about everything because i know you like you you've got so much other stuff going on that this is like on the back burner for you and like you'll just one day be like i hey, will call this guy i'll be fine mm-hmm. but me like i'm panicking now i'm absolutely panicking about this trip i'm i'm 
Like I I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Like I have no clue. Like it's going to be Eddie and I hiking one day, and then me and Stephen Waldron at Cirque du Soleil. It sounds like hell on earth. Go to the movies. Go see Oppenheimer. 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 Plus, you got that Blue Man Group thing you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Go to the Sphere. The Sphere. I'd go to the Sphere. I would definitely do the Sphere. I have tickets for the Sphere. You do? Yeah. To see you too? No, no, no. It's to see whatever movie they do in the Sphere. The oh. Whatever. The, go see the Sphere. Oh. So what happens Even when you go in there? You, actually, you watch a movie in the Sphere? It's an experience, I suppose. I don't know that it's an actual movie. I think it's a the Sphere experience. Oh, okay. But even that, for two tickets, was like 380 bucks. <laughs> really? For two tickets, yeah. Is it like a planetarium experience? I don't experience? know what it is. That kind of thing? I don't know. But you two wow. tickets were like $1,500 to start. Oof. That was a little much. Is there a bad seat in the sphere, I wonder? I heard, uh, yeah, Gina did a lot of research. Yeah. There are bad seats in the sphere. So, like, the seats she was choosing for is you want to be, like, in the middle? Yeah. Did they jack those up? Damn. Dynamic pricing. Hate that, man. Hate that. You got to go to the sphere, though, if you're in Las Vegas. Yeah, I'll probably go to the sphere. Well, now I have all this time on my hands. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll just Did I'll you be in try the to order the tickets yourself, or did you go through the concierge at the hotel we're staying at? Oh, no, I just went on the uh, on the internet. Why wouldn't you go through the concierge? Not a big concierge guy. Because I feel like I got. Then I have to tip the guy. I have no idea. You don't have to tip the. I concierge. mean, you know, listen. The concierge is there to make your stay more memorable, more enjoyable, and to take the aggravation out of it. So you go to the concierge. You say, you know, I'd like to have. I would like to have sex for this much money. <laughs> They'll send you to the bunny ranch. All right. So here, here, here's what you do. The concierge will go, go online and get tickets. No, no, they, they won't. They're there to take care of you, Al. We're staying in a very nice hotel. I mean, don't take this for granted. Yeah, that that never even crossed my mind to, to go to a concierge. I don't know why. That's what just, they're there for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're there for. And they can get you anything. Menage a trois. <laughs> do people go to concierge for toker advice? Well, I don't know about that. I'm just, I mean. A hundred percent. If it's legal in Vegas. Yeah, it's legal. But I would just say that that's not, that's not why I would go to the concierge. No, I know. But I, I trust me, I understand that. That goes without saying. I'm just wondering now as you're saying this, that Eddie's playing the drops. Like how many people go to the concierge and be like, listen, I understand there's an area of Nevada that I could do a little bit of this legally. How do I go about that? The concierge have like pamphlets? Does he hand you a pamphlet? I don't know. A hooker pamphlet? I have no idea what they're doing. A whore brochure? <laughs> <laughs> is that what they have back there? Hey. This is where you can play golf. I'll tell you what. What we should do yeah. is maybe in the next break, let's give the uh, concierge at the hotel we are staying at a call. Let them know that we're staying there for the entire week. And then you can ask them for tickets to go see you too, or something else. And maybe you don't have to deal with the dynamic. I don't know. I have no idea. Would it be the overnight concierge? Yeah, I know one so- thing. You know, seven, eight, nine years ago, if we were going out there, we could go anywhere and do anything. You got to be with the right person to do that. Though. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we'll go down in the, the anals. <laughs> right. <laughs> it all tied together. It all tied together. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. 
Yeah, you gotta. What Boomer's saying is, you gotta be someone who gambles a lot of money, and that is not us. Yes, that is not. That is not us. I got a thing for you guys too, by the way, out in Vegas. Oh, this What's is this? amazing. Uh, drivetanks.com. Drive and shoot real tanks. I can see you guys doing that. I mean, it is, I'm watching these videos. You you get in real tanks and you run over cars and then you shoot like these giant missiles and crap and fire. I mean, it's like legit warfare oh. in the desert. Man, that's man, got I your name written all over it. I would love to do that with you guys. Al in one tank, me in another. <laughs> you don't shoot at each other. You don't shoot each other, man. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, that's not the way it works. I mean, God. Yeah, look at that. You got a flamethrower and everything. I mean, how in the hell? Look at that. The people not die out there. Look at this. We can play like real army men, Al. <laughs> as long as I'm in a tank and not, you know, running around getting shot by the tank, I'll be good. <laughs> Al, you could be on the ground, like, doing your army crawl on the ground and everything. Would just be... I've never seen anything like this. I mean, this these are legit tanks. I know, yeah. I, how is this How far outside of Vegas legal? is it? Legal. That can't be, like, near the Strip. No. Right, so... There's it, lodging there, too, by the way. You could actually be. buy a tank. No one's buying a tank. What are you going to do with a tank? They got machine guns. You want to shoot machine guns? I really don't. Why not? I don't know. Let's do man stuff. This is we man do man stuff. stuff but <laughs> <laughs> look, machine guns. Wow. So that where is, cool. is it? Yeah, that is awesome. How far away? What town is it in? I right, hold on. Everybody just. I mean, you, you presented it to us. Yeah, I didn't. And by the way, in the meantime, <laughs> Edwin in Valhalla. What's going on, Edwin? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are you this morning? Great, Edwin. What's up? Hey, listen, I was, you know, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, but I was listening to you guys talk about the concierge thing that was going on. Yeah. And uh, if you guys are in a nice hotel or whatever, I'm a director of concierge now for 15 years. Whatever problems you guys have, we take care of. There is not a no in our vocabulary or anything like that. We will do anything for any guest from A to Z, whether you trip or not. But usually when you trip, you get a much better service and things are kept secret, if you know what I mean. Especially in Vegas. Mm. If you have a wife or something like that, <laughs> we take care of everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Edwin, we're not... <laughs> we don't need the whore brochure. <laughs> and before you guys cut me off, one more thing. I remember as a kid... Uh, Boomer, what, what year was it that you went to the Super Bowl and played against the 49ers? What year was that? Uh, it was the 88 season, 89, uh, January of 89 Super Bowl. Okay, Super Bowl 23. Yes. What's that? Okay. I was 11 years old. I was 11 years old when you went to the Super Bowl. And um, I was watching, and I remember before the Super Bowl started, they started playing this, this song by Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. And that made me a Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, well, thanks for the call. That was our that was our riverfront stadium was known as the Jungle. Yeah, 
So he used to play that before we were introduced, and I think that's I, they probably did it for the 49ers, whatever their song was as well, I would think. Uh, Battlefield Vegas looks like walking distance from when? It's a mile. Yeah. Really? But this, that's not this, though. Oh, that's not this. Well, because it's the same thing as showing tanks running over cars. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay, maybe it is. it's a different one. So it is Battlefield Vegas? Yeah. So we can shoot all sorts of guns, like an M2 machine gun, a Barrett M82. There, there, there's the flamethrower. I can see Alf. Oh, flamethrowers. Definitely you know want to do that. What's weird about that, that, though, like what would stop Jerry from just turning around and shooting me with a Uzi? <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. He's friend. But what if he just is having a bad day? I or I'm having a bad day. I'm like, you know what, Jerry? <laughs> How about an M249 <laughs> saw you. machine gun? <laughs> Look at that. How? Wow, Peter Schwartz! How bad you want to go to that outdoor game? <laughs> <laughs> You're our target. Run, <laughs> dance, Schwartz, dance. So do you, do you actually fire the tank guns or no? Yeah, yeah, those two. Yep. If you go, you see what is it? Drivetanks.com. Yeah, go to that one and just watch the the reels that they have on the on the front. Well, I was on this battlefieldvegas.com. Yeah. I can't like imagine being thing. a lit- It's got to be the same thing, right? Uh, the drive tanks one looks insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got hand grenades here and everything. Hand grenades? Yes. What are we doing? <laughs> the hell is the insurance for this company? Yeah, I have no idea, but I'm, we're doing it. And I, I want to see Al throw a hand grenade. No, this, this is perfect. Ah! This is perfect. Yes. It just hit me. If we can't play golf while I'm out there, you bring me out to this battlefield, Las Vegas, and you kill me. <laughs> it was just, it would be perfect. Just end right there. Oh, God. Well, you guys can, like, draw straws oh, or whatever. Wow. Who's going to be the one? That was a bit extreme. But <laughs> that would be pretty. Just run me over with a tank. Put me out of my misery. Uh, all right, Jerry. <laughs> Okay, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And we're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody, since we're kind of in a goofy mood. So Andrew Dice Clay was on yesterday. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. He was with BT and Sal. He talks a lot. He was telling the story how he got very apprehensive to go on stage after he got Bell's palsy. But then he was starting to tour a little bit. And then at one point, Bill Burr was doing the garden. And I guess at this point, he was at the Prudential Center in Newark. And he tells the story about how Burr invited him to go watch him when it kind of changed. This is where I'm going to give BT a lot of credit for trying to be funny. But he was more like me. Not so funny. (laughs) And it went over like a fart in the wind. You're going to do some time, right? So that's him. That's Bill Burr asking him if he's going to go up on stage to do some time. You're going to do some time, right? My stomach dropped. <laughs> now the joke's on me. Did it drop as much as your face dropped or no? Uh, yeah, it really did. I thought you would appreciate you know, that. I'm obviously yeah, kidding. Uh, <laughs> no! And I got to tell you, Dice just plowed right through it. And it was Brandon's like, I'm just trying to be funny. He's like, yeah, I got you. He was got to throw him back Dice into Dice. He made a Bell's Palsy joke. Well, <laughs> oh, come on, that was more. Bitty. It was more. A, yeah. <laughs> wow. Poltergeist. Wow. 
I would have never expected that yeah. from Brandon. That didn't go over. So, but like Dice was great. Just yeah, no, I get you. And he just kept his stories were well. I'm sure. Long. Listen, he's in the field of comedy and the, the yes. whatever it is, the, the roast and stuff. But I mean, he never expected BT what, what to make a Bill's club out in Levittown. Governors, governors. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's where I saw him for the first time. Really, do his stand up? Yes. Wow, that must have been really, really early. That had to be like eighty. Six or damn, was he around that early? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, was it was it? right about there, 86, 87. Uh, okay, yes. He Seven. sat in with them for an hour. Wow. I'm over here now. <laughs> yeah, you're over here now. I'll tell you what, I came out of that governor's pub. I was crying. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Did it trump as much as your face? <laughs> well, because he was telling earlier how when he was dealing with that, that's what happened to him. And he was, you know, like, nervous that it could happen at any time going forward and then when he's like my stomach dropped and you know <laughs> he's right for the joke <laughs> that didn't go so good so, that'd be a stupid joke i would try <laughs> no you would no, i don't think bad. you would, you would no. not try i don't that. think you in would the moment, try you never know you that, never that's know. something eddie would say in my ear that i wouldn't even say to him <laughs> did he drop as much as his face from the bill's pussy <laughs> good lord anyhow <laughs> The, <laughs> I'm just think of that. It's <laughs> Clay. I know. It's good. PT <laughs> Knicks beat the Nuggets by a lot, 122 to 82. Do not go in that studio with a disease because PT will make fun of you. That's the type of guy he is. Uh, OJ Ananobi at 20. Get your act together! <laughs> Didn't did burn as much as your chlamydia? <laughs> Swing and a miss, it happens. What are you going to do? I mean, well, think about the jokes Dice used to tell. I know that, but you're going to see funny. him tell those jokes. Yeah. Very true. I mean, I mean I, I'm not paying this. make fun of Dice Clay. Was it as inconvenient as you can't? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Is Eddie feeding you lines? He <laughs> gave me one. I had another one. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, okay. So OG Ananobi at 26. <laughs> I got to move on here. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go. Um, who cares? Uh, they've won five in a row, 11 of 13. Relax. Jalen Brunson at 21. He was 7 of 10. Blah, 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 blah. T-Wolves beat the Nets 96-94. They lose again. <laughs> I've lost them. Um, Sunday at 3, the Chiefs play the Ravens AFC Championship game. Justin Tucker, the city gets a huge game. This is a town full of people that, that love their birds. They love ball. They know ball. And uh, to reward them with... Uh, you know, a championship experience and an opportunity for us to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's uh, very exciting. And then, <laughs> and then you get reminded, we always forget this, we were reminded what Justin Tucker does in his spare time. <laughs> Impressive. Who's <laughs> 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 
Yes, and that, that is the best kicker in football. Can you can celebrate with, <laughs> with his teammates if they win on Sunday as they take on the Chiefs. Uh, Niners host the Lions for the NFC title game. That'll be the, the later game. Did it grow on you like your tuna? <laughs> All right. Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about. <laughs> Boy, what a Jared got. <laughs> I think he's showing some of the stuff that he did in L.A. I mean, you go with Jared, I mean, he built for a number of years, especially, you know, I think 17, 18, really 18. I mean, he played at MVP-type level. He's playing at that level, or has played at a very good level this year, helping Did the news spread like your AIDS? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Falcons hired Raheem Morris as their new head coach. Dave Canales, the new head coach of the somebody, the Panthers. Uh, <laughs> a couple more from Kayvon Thibodeau. We played earlier the comments about the contract with Saquon Barkley and um, and Daniel Jones. Here he was talking about the giant organization and how great things are. I like the pieces they got. I like what they're doing. It's their first, you know, couple draft classes. This year didn't go too good. I love the coach. I love the what we got going. And I play that because you were asking the question earlier. If you were upper management, what would you think about his comments? He's getting involved. He gushed about the organization, though. I wouldn't want to be on any other team with any other franchise in any other league. I love where I'm at. So there you go. He's a giant and uh, very excited to be that. Canadians, I stop it. Canadians Islanders last night in Montreal. Tie game late. Dribble pass to Engel. Turned it over on his way out of the zone. Anderson shot. They score. It's Monaghan. <laughs> After the Islanders score twice to tie it, Monaghan has given Montreal. And that was Brendan Burke on MSG. Gave him the lead 4-3. 4-3 was the final. It wasn't long after the Kyle Palmieri goal that tied the game at three. So the Isles do fall by a goal. Devils do as well. They lose to the Hurricanes 3-2. Rangers goal the Knights tonight. Uh, and Yannick Sinner beat Novak Djokovic in the semifinals of the Australian Open. I was going to play, but I didn't think it would be a, made any sense after all of that. <laughs> the triangle fell Jackson. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Can you play the branded thing one more time, please? I really want to hear that. I just want to. I want to hear the Bell's palsy joke one more time, please. You're gonna do some time, right? My stomach drop. <laughs> now the joke's on me. Did it drop as much? Did it drop as much? Did it drop as much as your face dropped or no? Uh, yeah, it's really good. I thought you would appreciate you know, that. I'm obviously yeah, kidding. Uh, and he had to work to get it in. Oh, it's a work. He didn't. He just plowed right through. I gotta get this out. I gotta get my Bell's palsy joke in. You're not gonna talk over this. This is genius. And then right after, he goes. You know, I'm just counting. Mean, I figured you'd appreciate that. Seeing that you've got Bell's palsy. In fairness, I used to shut up for an hour. So if you wanted to say anything, you had to cut him off. <laughs> They asked him a direct question about his act in 1989, and he started talking about Mitzi, who <laughs> was some club owner or something. Pretty wild. Oh, that's phenomenal. Oh. That was just that was so good. <laughs> did you hear that live, or did someone tip you off to that? Oh, I heard it. You heard it live. Not live. I watched it after the fact on YouTube, oh, the whole okay. thing. Oh, nice. Okay. And yeah. <sighs> All right. Thanks, Jerry. Terry, you're a little troublemaker. No, I'm not. <laughs> that was great. That, but that's yes. awesome. Yes. As to find that and to bring it to us was awesome. Uh, it's Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Build Ford Tough Studio. Just take the L on this.
How about this uh, Dave Canales that just got hired by the Panthers? I guess he's got an X account, and he's posting. He's like, hey, how we feeling today, Carolina Panthers? Keep pounding. Dude, get off social media now. Do it now. I know it was cute when you're an assistant coach, and you could do little things and congratulate people. I was going through this stuff. He's like... You know, retweeting Baker Mayfield highlights. It's nice. You know, when you're the offensive coordinator, nobody knows who you are. You got 17,000 followers, whatever. You're a head coach in the NFL now. Everybody, nobody knew who the hell you were for the most part. Now everybody does. Get off of social media. Do it now because you're all the little fun stuff that you got because you were Baker Mayfield's savior down there in Tampa. And hey, coach, the, the few fans are like, hey, coach Canales, good job, are now going to be, you suck, die. <laughs> That's Get out good. of there. Don't very, do it. Very good advice. I would, uh, if I were a coach, I would just be like totally off of all the social media. Yeah. But he is, a, again, look how young he is. Yeah. Good looking guy. Good face of the organization. Yes. You know? Just hope he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it won't matter how young and good looking he is if they go 2 and 15. Well, whatever Frank is good looking. Yeah, that's true. I mean, by the way, you know, he did, he did learn on Todd Bowles. So. But Todd Bowles, defensive guy. But head coach, but still, I know what you're saying. Head coach, you know, you got to know how to run a team. From, from the Bulls tree? From the Bulls bush? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, oh, this is some great stuff here. Man, I don't even know where to go. Which one's the most interesting to you here? Oh, man. There's so many good ones. Yes. Well, Peter, I think. Okay, Peter, what's going on, Peter? Yeah, so I'm here. You hear me? Yeah, yeah we yeah, got yeah. you, Peter. Yeah, we got well, you. I, I, was, I was in Sag Harbor. And uh, two years ago, we went out to Vegas for like our third time. The one, the one Eddie's talking about is the one I did. Okay, mm. it's fan- I went, we, we went with my wife. It's fantastic. Battlefield Vegas. That yeah, one. Battlefield Vegas. It's okay. Right there. It's like I stayed at the Hard Rock at this time, and it was like maybe eight minutes from the Hard Rock, maybe ten, or a, a hotel you know, in that area. So we, me and my wife went there. She's never shot a gun in her life. Now you, when you go, when you go there. There's professionals next year, so they they're with you the whole time. So you don't have to worry about you know Eddie shooting somebody or you know what I mean or you know anything like that. You guys get mad and go. But what's funny about it, if you never shot a gun, my wife she she picks up a nine millimeter and the hair trigger so much she shoots the full like three or four times. Bullets are bouncing all around. So and and, and of course we, you know we're laughing, but you know they then they showed it. They gave a little extra special time, but what. What you do do is the guns are incredible. You shoot it. I took the deluxe package. That means you shoot every gun. You take the tank and you crush your car. Now you don't shoot. You don't shoot any uh, cannons out of the, at, on this one. But you do crush your car. You drive the t- tank and you crush your car. It's incredible. Okay, but the, my best. Thing How much does it cost? Yeah, uh, I'm estimating. I'm going to say the whole thing. <clears throat> I think it's three fifty to. You crush your car. Just just that alone. Come on, guys. We're doing it. We're, do, we're doing it. I'm going to be the tank captain. You guys are going to be in the tank with me. I'm going to be screaming and yelling at you. And it's going to be but great. It's going to be like me and Brad Pitt in Fury. Hey, boom. Boom, we are competitive. So, and all you guys are competitive. Right? What's the name of the golf? These guys are not competitive. Uh, no, it depends uh, what it is. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, golf, golf, you're competitive. An old weight loss challenge. Yeah. Yes. All right, but, but this is the best. They give you a fifty caliber machine gun, the most powerful gun in the world. You pay a hundred dollars for the bullet. Now you can pay, you can get ten bullets. The bullets are about eight inches long. All right, so they lay you down. And now my wife goes, 
you better get in the first shot because I'm not I'm not paying no thousand dollars for ten bucks. So I'm sitting there, okay, and you lay down and you, they they tell you tell you how to breathe, and they said, and I, I and they give you the picture, they give you they bring it back. I did get in the bullseye, not exactly, but within the circle. Uh, but can I say two more things? Because I've been trying no, to get to you. No, 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 it's just no. way too long. Yeah. Oh my. Sounds <laughs> like fun, though, man. It does. It does sound like You're fun. Like, this is like real man stuff, and you yeah. guys need a little bit of this in your life. Hey, Stephen Waldron, CBS Sports. Uh, can we run you over with a tank? Good morning, guys. Oh no! Stephen's <laughs> not there. He is out today. He didn't tell us. He usually tells us when he's going to be out. All right, so. Who is this, Giselli? Yes, it is. Can we run you over with a tank? Uh, If my wife's driving, sure. (laughs) All right, very good. That's Stephen Waldron. He usually tells us. All right. Right. Wouldn't it be fun, like, if Eddie rented a car, we ran that car over with a tank and then filmed him trying to return the car back to the rental? Yes. (laughs) That's a great idea. That is, yeah. For digital? Yeah, digital. That'd be big time digital. Um, quickly, Henry and Brewster. What's going on, Henry? Hey, what's going on, guys? Long-time listener. <clears throat> what's up? Second-time caller. How you doing, Bloomer? Big Good. Man. Thanks, Henry. What's happening? Cool, man. Hey, um, I heard you talking about concierge out in Las Vegas. I was out there a long time ago for a triple AOS. It's an orthopedic surgeon's meeting. And uh, the concierge can't give you really any information about... It's called the Chicken Ranch, unless they changed it. We got a booklet from... Uh, a taxi cab driver. It's a yellow book of about five by five, and it's the world famous historic chicken ranch. It was the a next bunny few ranch. They're all history, and then you get to the middle of the book, and you get the menu set up as appetizers, ranch specialties, dressing, uh, dessert, <laughs> cart entrees, and then the last page in this book it goes through all the different menus with graphic descriptions. It's a pisser. I've had it for about thirty years. <laughs> You've had it for thirty years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to throw it out. It's such a cool place. <laughs> <laughs> the whore brochure. That's yeah, what it is, go. man. They actually make them. That is unbelievable. All right, let's take a break. We still have a lot of interesting calls on the board. And, of course, uh, it's AFC and NFC Championship game weekend. You're a little boot thing. So I'll give a hoot what you do. Say, girl, I know you're a little too tight. I'll be shooting that shot like 2K, girl. Did you drop as much as your face dropped or no? Over Geo, coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. It's a field gun football Friday. The road to Vegas with Boomer and Geo is presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it, by Key Food and their family of supermarkets, and by Helix Wireless, connecting everything. Everywhere. So, here we are. Championship weekend. When we're back here on Monday, we're going to be knowing who is playing in Super Bowl 58. It is a. It is the best to me. It's the last time football feels like football because obviously the Super Bowl is nuts. It's crazy. It's about everything. It's not just about the game. We understand this. So you get these home, real NFL stadiums, these great environments. And it's the last real weekend of football before you get the nutso craziness in in Vegas. And I really, really, really want to see the Kansas City Chiefs lose. I don't want them there. I don't want the fanfare. I don't need to see 
Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Patrick Mahomes is one. Plenty. Him continuing this dynasty would be great. I understand that from a historical perspective, how good he is. But I am chiefed out. I am chiefed, chiefed, chiefs outed. Chiefed out. Chiefed out? Chiefed out sounds better, I'm chiefed out. I can't take it anymore. Give me Lamar Jackson. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. I know that John Harbaugh has won a Super Bowl, and they are a franchise that's a little bit boring. And CBS would do much better ratings-wise if Kansas City was there. I understand all that. From my own personal fan greed, I don't want any more Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Can't take it. Do you think that Taylor's going to take down the Acela, uh, Acela like we are? Hell no. What do you mean, hell no? She's not. Taylor Swift's never taken a train again unless society collapses, and that's the only form of transportation. Okay. Come on. She's not taking a train. It's disappointing. She's not like the every woman's woman. She's Taylor Swift. She's the most famous person in the world right now who isn't like a dictator. Okay. You know? Yeah, I guess you're right. She's not getting on a train. I was kind of hoping to see her on the Acela. From, from here to Baltimore? <laughs> yes. Best way to get there. Not if you're her. I guess she could take a plane. Yeah. I mean, doesn't she own her own plane? Yes, she does. Yeah, so bingo, bango. Teterboro, see you later. Okay. Does she go helicopter? It's not that far. She could probably go tour bus, too, if she really <laughs> wanted. Yeah, but do you? Well, I guess her tour buses are probably just spectacular. Yeah, I mean, like, why? Like, when you think about driving from here to Teterboro... Dealing with all that, maybe some weather, some rain. There's there's all all sorts of issues that happen. So you either take the tour bus or you take the train. You're not going to see her on the Acela. You're just not. Now, how we always talk about the networks, and we don't hide from how important these matchups can be for yes. TV ratings and yes. everything else. Be honest with me. Okay. How disappointed would the brass and you Brass and, and everybody at CBSB. Okay, if the Ravens ended up in there instead See, of the that's Chiefs. a wrong question. It'd be, it'd be the it should be the question should be asked. How excited would you be if Taylor Swift and the Chiefs are in it? Not how disappointed would you be? No, 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 no. If the Baltimore, I Ravens know how there. excited you'll be, but like, would it be devastating no, if the Ravens were there? Of course not. Hmm? No, but I will say that you know. The ratings evidence when she's in games, it goes up significantly, and you know that. We've been seeing that. Yeah, of course we've been seeing that. But it I don't know. In the Super Bowl, everybody watches anyway. I, I can't you, imagine I, I, it. I, well, Let me ask you this question. Yeah. So our game is at, we go on at 1 o'clock, so we have a two-hour show. Yeah. The game starts at 3, 3.15, somewhere in there. And then, of course, you got San Francisco and Detroit going after us on Fox. Do you think, which which game do you think has the bigger rating? I would normally say it would be the later game because that's just the natural progression that we have seen over the years. But because of this, you know, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's on the road. It's that's Baltimore, 100% the Lamar, AFC game. And, 100%. You know, and, and Taylor Swift, is, I'm, I'm assuming, is going to be in attendance. Yeah, it's 100% the AFC game. We'll get the better number. You know what's interesting to me? Remember when... Um, uh, Pat Mahomes' dad was talking to the guys and said that he wasn't even in that suite. Yeah. He was in another one. Yeah. Man, how many suites did these people get? Well, I mean, the, the, the family members of the players. No, 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 no. We, we never had that. But yeah, but you didn't have 
$400 million contracts either. That's true. And things have changed. Things done changed. And by the way, he could have been in a sponsor's suite. Doesn't mean that he was got a family suite. Just- you, I, I, for the Ravens, how many suites do you think the Chiefs get for this game? Oh, probably, I mean, two? One? One. Just one. one. Two? I think it's just one. I, and then, so the owner, Clark Hunt, and his entire family are going to be with Taylor Swift and the Kelseys and all yeah, that nonsense? Yeah, I think nonsense. so. Probably. Do you think Jason Kelsey is going to be, like, acting a fool again? Yes. Jersey off, the shirt off, the whole thing? 100%. I think he will. Okay. Be the same exact thing. Because that's who he is. He had a blast. He's going to do it all over again. I think he's going to try to top himself, actually, is what he's going to do. Okay. But I love the fact that, that Patrick Mahomes Sr., it's even better that that wasn't him and he didn't even want to be in that suite with those people. Now, could they also make offers to people who have the suite, say, here is like a ridiculous amount of money for us to take your suite for Sure you could, yeah, sure, definitely. Is that allowed or is that an under-the-table deal? No, I think that's probably, you know, a secondary market deal, I would mm. think. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't secondary market... You black market that if it's like Taylor Swift coming in and be like, hey, Taylor's willing to give you X amount to take the suite. You know, it's interesting. I'm not sure how these these stadiums work when it comes down to championship games and who controls everything. Yeah. But you got to believe that the NFL is telling Baltimore, you know, if Taylor's coming, Taylor's getting a suite. You have to believe that because the NFL understands the power of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to put her in a regular seat. It's just awesome that she's going to be in the stadium that I'm going to be in on on Sunday. Oh, stop it. So great. Stop Hopefully it. Are you going to go say hello? Yeah. Hopefully I get to see her. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, when we go under the stadium and we have two sets, so we have an outdoor set and an indoor set, like in the stadium set, sometimes we go through there. And you never know. You just never know. Think I'm she has any idea who you are? Big fan. Big fan. What? Do you think she has any idea who you are? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, my God. Just tell her you knew Bernie Kosar. Right. I wonder if Bernie told her that he knew me. Probably not. No, probably not. Where is she? If she did know you, what would it be from? Would it be from Game Plan? Maybe the one episode of Blue Bloods? Like something like that? Super Bowl's greatest commercial. Right. Hummus commercial. Yeah. Yeah. um, Could have been um, The Rocks movie. What was that movie again? Game Plan, right? Oh, Game Plan. I thought you were talking about my... Game time. I was thinking game time. <laughs> maybe maybe some Sunday morning time. she was coming in and she turned on the TV and there it was. You never know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that interview at game time and you and that polo player. Right. Thanks. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I don't think she's watching that. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a chance. I mean, I've been their biggest supporter when it all started. Who you said th- they were going to get married. Yeah, I did. I said she was going to be showing up at these games. Mm. <clears throat> I told you he was going down to Argentina as well. Who's got the the biggest Q rating of the NFL Today staff? Like, if she were to recognize one of you guys, like, what would the percentage be, the, the one who would be most likely to be recognized? I don't know. Does she watch Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon? Yes. You think Nate? I don't know, but Nate's sort of, in the grand scheme of things, sort of fresh to the scene. But I don't know if she, Taylor's watching CBS Morning He's News. He's on TV every day. Just by chance, she may have come across the CBS Morning News. Yeah. James Brown's been around for a long time, man. Yeah, but is she a prior to her involvement? Yes, been doing I, don't think, I don't think she... Well, wait a minute. Now, supposedly her father is a Philadelphia Eagle fan, right? She's from Philly. 
Is she? Yeah. I didn't know that. No idea where she's from. But... So uh, you think Nate, then, would be the one, if she was going to know any of you guys, it would be Nate? I would think so. Definitely not Phil. You know, I, I, no. And by the way, I mean, you know, the stalker that was hanging outside of her, you know, her condo yeah. down here? The guy's completely nuts. I man. know. He's, he, I Katie's, they, they're testing him to see if he's fit for trial. He's gone. He's just, the man is gone. I mean, if you're Travis Kelson, you're coming out of that apartment, and this ding-dong is sitting there. Run him over with a tank. <laughs> Flatten his ass. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the guy, I mean, it's just whatever. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Chris in Smithtown. What's going on, Chris? Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, man? Speaking of Nickelodeon, do we think uh, Mad Dog Russo thinks Oppenheimer or Barbie are a true story? <laughs> Barbie. Would you go see Barbie? <laughs> what one is that now? Uh, plastic dolls come to life. Uh, don't have uh, you know, genitalia. Uh, it's sort of a social experiment on how uh, women have been uh, treated differently in the world uh, through the eyes of plastic dolls uh, in a pink world. True story? No, 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 no. No. Idiot. <laughs> well, Oppenheimer's a true story, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is a true story. Yes. And Chris is kind of screwing himself there. Exactly. Uh, Ray in Brooklyn. How about Ray? What's yeah. going on, Ray? Good morning, fellas. What's doing? What's up? <laughs> you know what? I gotta. I listen all the time. I don't call much, but I gotta chime in with this Taylor Swift thing because she's annoying the hell out of me. There you go. Because it, it just looks like she's phony. You know, the the mouth flies open. The red lips. The the blinding white teeth. The hand covers the mouth. She hugs everybody. And Kelsey made a a, a six shot catch. I mean, you, you think that he, he, he cured a disease. It's just, it's, it's annoying to keep seeing her when you want to watch football. And just give me your feelings on this. Do you think I see a change in, in, in Mahomes since all of this stuff happened? His attitude. Do you feel... Attitude in what way? Like, what do you mean? <clears throat> what, with Mahomes? Yeah, like, how did his attitude change? I mean, he changed where he, he's, he's arguing more with, with the calls... He's always making a face after after a play, a misplay, or something. He just he he's always. I think I think Ray. I think you're wrong about that. Um, I think he's as intense. The one thing that was different is how pissed off he was with that call in the Buffalo regular season game, but and with Darius jo- Tony, right, and with Josh with the lining up offsides, yes. and, and th- what he said to Josh Allen, he immediately apologized for that. Said you know that was what? the wrong I, thing I, to do. Uh, look, he could be annoyed that Brittany's spending a lot of time here in New York. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's affecting him that much. I mean, he's been playing great in the postseason so far, so I don't I think mean, that's lady, affecting. The ladies are going out. They're playing dress up. They're doing their thing. Yeah, good. You know, like <laughs> I got to focus on what I'm doing. So you can yes. go hang out with Taylor Swift. Get out of my face. That's what he should be saying. And right. Then he's right though about the the phoniness. Like this is what I want to say. When Travis Kelsey drops a pass in the end zone to lose the Chiefs the game, show her then. You that's know, like, what I want right, to see her ass. I, I, I will let the CBS folks know that's what you want. Yes. If and we're going to see her and she's happy after a 20 yard. You understand something. If he drops a pass, she'll act disappointed, but she's not going to like say, oh my God, he sucks. Like you would. No, no, no. I'm not saying, oh my that, God. That's he's... like a family member. She's part of the Chief's kingdom now. I want to see her disappointed. If we're going to see her happy all the time, let's see her upset when he drops the pass. I just think it's great. That that's what I want to see. But as far as like Taylor Swift being phony, she is. It feels like she's like AI. Like she's not even real. I guess I uh, like I. 
me and Izzo were going deep diving on this whole oh, thing. God, I don't know how real she really is. She's real. I think the government built her. All right. Let's go to Pete in Maryland. Pete, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? I was in uh, Connecticut earlier this week. Uh, couldn't watch a show. Got home last night. Put on the DVR, and I watched uh, Boomer talking about the World War II documentary. Yep. And I immediately put your show on pause, went over to it, and I was just stunned. And it was one of the best shows I have ever seen. And Boomer, you're absolutely right. There were things I didn't even know Mm -hmm. that uh, were shown on there. Yeah, it's amazing. I think it should be taught in schools. That's what I think. I mean, yeah, it's... you said that yesterday, yeah. and uh, God, I uh, second of all, I love you guys. And uh, I asked Al if he had watched the uh, documentary. He said no, and I said you're doing yourself a disservice. Uh, second of all, I live in Annapolis, and the whole town is painted purple. Ugh. And I don't think anyone's nobody is beating that team. They are too complete. I don't care who it is. There's nobody left that's beating the Ravens. Well, there's something special going on with Taylor Swift. Oh, God. You never know. Jesus. What? Kelly. Oh, my God. Kelly in Maryland. What's going on, Kelly? Hi, guys. How are you? Good, Kelly. Kelly. What's happening? So, Boomer, I just moved to Maryland, and um, I can only watch a show in the morning, and I can't get the rest of the shows um, on radio. So I was listening to Sirius Hits One, and one of the like midday radio shows, like jokingly put a, a tweet out on X, whatever you want to call it, that said, "Hey, if the Kansas City Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, do we think that Taylor sh- and they win? Do we think that Taylor should get a ring too?" People were coming for his life. It was like an innocent joke. They hate her. So bad. I thought this poor guy was going to cry. He was like, it was kind of a joke, but now I'm afraid to walk out of the studio. <laughs> oh, wow. I you know, I think that uh, maybe they'll get engaged on the Super Bowl field that they win. Maybe that would be the oh, ring she gets. God. No. 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 And by the way, if he was joking, that's fine. Yeah. That Super Bowl ring thing, like even though, I mean, I didn't play, I didn't win, but... That to me is like a if you, that's a sacred thing. Yeah, no, she showed half showed showed ha- up halfway through the season, right? That about right. Like, what yeah, did she start there, showing I up? A I know they, less. Were, they were dating before the season started. Are we are we to assume? Then they meet it out. Like he went to a concert, but they had already been introduced prior to that. Remember, he showed up at the friendship bracelet. Yes, yes, yes. I think they. I thought I read something that started in the summer at some point, but September twenty fourth, first game she went to. Okay, so there's three that's weeks like into week, the season. Week three, yeah, yeah, that counts. yeah, three weeks into the season. So what now? Saying that's like a full season. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's if, like a full season. If Patrick Mahomes started September 24th, we'd assume he played the whole season. We'd be like, yeah, full season. She'd been there. <laughs> she missed two games. Yeah. Is all. Yeah, how many games? She was down in uh, Argentina, right? In Peru or whatever? Yeah. She was in uh, Buenos Aires. Yes. I believe is yes. where she was. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't you love when you can just get the real pronunciation of somewhere like that? Yeah, you feel comfortable when you yeah. say it, too. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Yeah. I don't know why that, that comes so natural. 
<laughs> Why uh, is that? Buenos Aires? Buenos Aires. I don't know. It's a way it's like, how else would you say it? Buenos Aires? Can't say it like that. You're Buenos Aires. You have to say it that way, but it comes natural. I could, you don't say it often. Yeah. But when you do say it, for some reason, that's one of the things that you can say the way that it sounds. Fogwa. See, he can't even say Fogwa. That's the right way. I think it is. Fogwa. 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 Speaking of pronouncing countries in the way that they're supposed to be pronounced, I have this vivid memory. Bellport High School gym class. We had a kid in there named Manfredo. And Manfredo, during volleyball, would kick the volleyball like a soccer ball because he wanted to play soccer. And Manfredo kicked the ball so hard it almost hit my friend, South Shore Long Island guy. And he turns around and goes, hey, Manfredo, what do you think this is? Effing Chile? <laughs> and I laughed for like three days straight because he said Chile. <laughs> you know, like you could see that moment happening in your life, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I was like, I didn't know this guy even knew how to say Chile, but he did. He nailed it. Uh, Buenos Aires to you and your family. Master Sommeliers. There you go. Right? Sommeliers? Sommelier. 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 Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Bill in Sound Beach was hanging out with us last night. He wants to uh, check in this morning before we get to Jerry. What's going on, Bill? Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, Bill. What's up, man? Good. So I was there last night. I was uh, I was joking. Around. I talked to you a little bit. I was the guy about talking to you about addiction, and uh, I was with the blonde girl. I re- I remember you well. Yes. Right, and uh, I just wanted to say uh, what a first class. Uh, fundraiser that was, and um, like Boomer was saying, the food was great. You know, I'm not here to promote tellers, but you know, you go to these things, and usually they're trying to cut the food, and they just kept piling it on. Boy, it was just so good, and just how you guys are down to earth guys, and it was just a really, really enjoyable uh, situation. And I guess the biggest compliment I could get is my fiance, who wouldn't know a football from a baseball. You know, just really. Uh, didn't complain and said <laughs> how much she really enjoyed the night. <laughs> oh, wow. Not complaining oh. is a is a win there, Bill. And it was yes. great meeting you and great talking to you. And thanks for your support last night. I know it was a very, very successful event for both Tellers and the Boomer Assize you know, Foundation. When, uh, Michael and Kurt Bolson came into my office when they were here visiting the station. They said, we really want to do something nice for you. And I said, okay. Hey, do you have any ideas? And then I thought maybe a chalk talk out there at Tellers. I had no idea that they had the Tellers next door because it just, a, I guess it's open, what, three months now? Yeah. Uh, and we had it in this event space that holds about 125 people. I mean, that, that space is ridiculous how nice it is. And then the, he was right. The food just kept coming. <laughs> it just drummy. kept coming. It was really, I mean, I got to tell you, it, was, uh, it exceeded every expectation I could have had from the discussion we had about two months ago to pull this thing off. It was awesome. All right, Jerry, what do you got, man? 
Uh, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And we're also brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. What do we got going on before we get to the football? We've got a red-hot Knicks team that are now 11 games over 500 at 28-17 as they clobbered the Nuggets 122-84. to It was all the usual suspects. OG Ananobi, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle with solid games. Quentin Grimes adds 19 off the bench. Here was Tibbs. Why is this team thriving right now? Got I don't think it's any one guy doing something you know that carries everyone else it's everyone you know playing to their strengths covering up their weaknesses how do they complement each other and they're complementing each other just fine and anobi had the 26 points on 10 of 18 shooting uh how come he's fitting in so well so quickly oh just them encouraging me to be aggressive and uh just play hard and make winning plays we all try to do the same thing so it helps out a lot that was ananobi on msg jalen brunson that's a pretty damn good team that you just clobbered what'd you do so well i think it's a it's a mixture of a lot of things that's a really good team over there i think we called them on a bad night so uh, i mean that's honestly not typical of them but um Hey, I mean, win's a win, and uh, I'm glad we got one. I'm glad we fought and played well. And he shot it well, too. 7 of 10 for his 21 points. Julius Randle added 17. Five straight wins now for the Knicks and 11 of their last 13. They are now in fourth place all alone in the Eastern Conference, and they're two games out of third place behind Philadelphia. Um, Jalen Brunson, not an all-star game starter. We know he'll be a reserve, but uh, obviously people think that was wrong. As we do, right? We would all agree. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this, the Carmelo Anthony stuff, only because it surprised me, and it's not the way I thought of him and the relationship he had with Phil Jackson. When he, and I know it's ancient history, but on his podcast, the 7 p.m. Brooklyn podcast, he was asked about coaching. He was talking with uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, and they were talking about you know different coaches in the NFL. Are they really that good, or is it the players? And then Thibodeau threw it back to Carmelo. Well, what about Phil Jackson? Was he that good, or was it... Shaq and Kobe and MJ and blah, 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 blah. So here was about 20-second answer. This was Carmelo Anthony, actually a big fan of Phil. I'm never going to throw shade at Dane. Do I think he's one of the greatest coaches? Yes, because what he was able to do to the culture of the game mm. and change the game and change the dynamics of the game and focus on spacing and angles and right timing and mm. how to really dissect the defense putting guys in position where they can be successful and not making like it's studying the game. The triangle yeah. is a bad mother system. We just caught it at the wrong time. And so he would go on to say that the game had kind of passed it, just had passed it by. Although he liked it, he knew it. It was hard to get the newer, younger players to figure it out. We implement the triangle to New York. I'm already seven, eight steps ahead in the triangle. Mm. Whereas you trying to teach the triangle. Anything, yeah. Uh, so now you want me to Meet you at a at a drop weight class, and I I can't lose all that weight. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't meet you there. I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, but here's I really the thing. Did. You know, he can talk about Phil Jackson, the coach. How about Phil Jackson, the uh, <clears throat> the general manager, president? I did a great job. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> well, that that, Phil Jackson wasn't here coaching. We were talking. Was not. No, but it was still his system that they were trying to yeah, implement but, with everything. I was smoking marijuana. That's all I mean. <laughs> I know, but my my. My pushback to that whole thing would be, yeah, it may be his system, but he's not teaching it. You know what True. I mean? He was That's at Montana fair. hanging out. I'm sorry, Phil Jackson. <laughs> I was for real. I wanted to grow in your glorious garden, but I was lost in a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> One of those guys that I guess well, couldn't get exactly. it. Well, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, Carmel could be right about what he is saying and how he perceived it. 
but it wasn't the teacher teaching it. Fair enough. I still thought it was interesting. Um, not interesting are the Nets these days. Uh, 96-94, they lose to the T-Wolves. They're 17-27. and 27. We move on. Uh, NFL this weekend, uh, we've got Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Ravens, Chiefs, AFC Championship game. It'll be on the fan, Westwood 1, and, of course, on CBS at 3 o'clock. Here is Patrick Mahomes talking about Lamar as the player. So for me and for the integrity... Doing? Wrong one. He's going to be the MVP for a reason. I mean, he's, he goes out there, he, he leads his team, um, he, he scores, um, he, he runs, he throws, he does whatever it takes to win, and, and that's what the great greats do. And then here is John Harbaugh talking about the team they're facing. They've been in this situation, you know, many times, and uh, uh, they played in this game, so th- I think they're a very experienced team. You know, they're a hardened team. They've been through a lot, and, uh, and, and uh, I'm sure that's a... That experience always is helpful. And obviously, we've got two of the best quarterbacks playing in this game. Here's Roquan Smith talking about Mahomes. We all know he's an elite quarterback, um, does everything well. Um, I think personally, uh, just his his ability to be able to read coverages as well as uh, extend plays. Extend plays with his legs. Uh, and then, you know, if you're not plastering, being able to throw it down the field and can hurt you that way. So that'll be 3 o'clock. And we also learned today, because he was on with Evan and Tiki yesterday, that Pat Mahomes Sr. was not in the booth uh, in Orchard Park. And he was not disgusted by what Jason Kelsey was doing because <laughs> it wasn't him. And he was actually in a suite a couple down from that whole party. So that was kind of neat. Uh, Niners-Lions on Sunday at 6.30. Here's Dan Campbell. Knows they're going in for a fight. You got your hands full in both regards. You know, and... And uh, Purdy does a hell of a job. You know, they throw a lot of daggers middle of the field, and he does a hell of a job with touch, timing, and rhythm. I just saw, literally, before I came in, he was you know talking to the media yesterday, and someone said that Jared Goff called him the best leader of men that he's ever been around. He almost started crying. Really? Yes. He was so taken by that. Yeah, remember the hard knocks two years ago where it was the Lions, and then he was asked... What are the 2023 or 2022 Detroit Lions? And he sat there and he got worked up and he fought back tears. And it was a straight minute that he sat there thinking about it, getting emotional. And then finally goes, we're going to be the team (laughs) that will and can. Or can and will or something. That can and will. That was it. He's an emotional guy. He is super emotional. I didn't, I didn't I in order to be a good leader, sometimes emotion's a good thing to show. Yeah, I suppose so. Yep. You show emotion? What? <laughs> you're, you're the big leader around here. What? As we discussed yesterday. Yeah, I got, I got some emotion. You ever cry when you think about G? <laughs> no. About me? I've seen him one time on the show when he came back after the... Uh, Casper birth and talking about it. We got a okay. little choked up. And I then can see that. Just sure. that was one time. But not when he's thinking about me or you or Eddie or Al. Well, I know not me. He wants me dead with a golf ball between my eyes. Yep. I meant more right. Al, who's been around since day one with you here. Yeah. Well, teary-eyed well, when you think about him? About Al? Yeah. I love Al. Ever get emotional? No. <laughs> I saw you when, when uh, that whole, you know, when the announcement of that Darcy was pregnant. Yeah. Up there, that was... yes. I was very emotional. Yeah. That doesn't count. I'm talking about him leading men. Yeah, he's talking about this area here. Right. Yeah, I don't see me getting over emotional. Like, who's your Jared Goff to Dan Campbell? I'm just wondering. I mean, we gushed about you as being the leader in this building. Like, you are the man. 
that walks around and can do whatever you want to do and people follow. Uh, I mean, you guys are idiots. I mean, you can come up with these. Like, I'm just wondering who your Jared Goff is around ideas. here. Um, is it Spike? Mm, no, he quit on us. No, he quit. <laughs> He's like Brock Purdy. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Spike sucks. <laughs> Can't be him. No. Uh, who is our Brock Purdy around here? Mm-hmm. Or Jared Goff. No, I think I think I got the guy. The I guy. think it's Sal Licata. He's like the guy he you get emotional Sal? about? No, he left and came back. You're right. not listening. You're not understanding. Oh, I'm, not I'm saying question. who's the Jared? Go- who's the Jared Goff? <clears throat> Dan Campbell for you? That's what I mean. You're you're Dan Campbell. You're the man. You are the leader. You're the emotional leader of this. Whatever yes. this is around here, Jared Goff made him here. emotional. Who around right. here makes you emotional? Um, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, what of you idiots? Greg Hughes. <laughs> That's the one. He smells, he smells nice. He does. Always has. Very well dressed. <laughs> Here is Brock Purdy, 60 Minutes Sunday. That's it. You're real with yourself. You understand where you're at as a quarterback, um, how you played. Um, and it doesn't matter if you play good or bad. Like, you can't, I don't think, take really any of that with you the next week. It's a new game. It's a new scheme. It's new environment. Everything. And the winner advances to Vegas. Falcons hire Raheem Morris as their new head coach. The Panthers hire Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their new head coach. Canadians Islanders last night in Montreal. You had Patrick Waugh back there. He was kind of home where he uh, made his mark. Hall of Famer as we know. He's now the coach of the Islanders. His team battled back from 3-1 down and then... Dribble past an angle. Turned it over on his way out of the zone. Anderson shot the And that was it. 4-3 would be the final score. Brendan Burke on MSG as the Isles fall on the road. The Devils lose at Carolina 3-2 as well. Rangers, Golden Knights coming up later tonight. And uh, Yannick Sinner upsetting Novak Djokovic this morning in four sets advancing to the Australian Open final. All right, time now for what we call Moment of the Day. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Could have certainly gone with last hour. Yes, I could. But I, I went with what was a theme for much of the show until that point. And the week in Vegas taking a very bad turn with the weather. G is in panic mode because it now appears that Boomer might be bailing on golf plans. <laughs> We're going to have to find other connections to play down oh my closer God. to sea level. <laughs> so I don't know how we're going to do that because it'll be like 50, not in the mountains, 51. It's going right. to be like 45 and raining up in the mountains. Let me let me get out there next week and, you know, survey the land. whole thing. Yes. Lay the land spot? Yes. All right. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you went all in. I'm going five days. I'm going to be there for five days. I'm playing golf for five days. I'm coming for five days. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I know. But here's now the issue. Like as we're talking off the air, you're like, man, if this weather isn't good, and you know, I'm I'm busy. You said probably the worst thing you've ever said to me. Okay. Maybe we don't bring the golf clubs. Is what you said. Okay. I, I was like. <laughs> What do you mean? I've got nothing else to do. I was sitting there next to Stephen Waldron at Blue Man Group. We don't bring the golf club. Don't do this to me, man. I will play in 25 degrees. I don't care. I got to do it. I have to play. And so fair to say he's depressed with the idea of potentially no golf. So much so that, um, well, the thought of being a sacrificial lamb at a military tank park came up. If we can't play golf. While I'm out there, you bring me out to this battlefield, Las Vegas, and you kill me. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was just, it would be perfect. <laughs> just end right there. Oh. Moment of the day. Yeah, I'm like half kidding. I know, <laughs> I, I, I know you are. Uh, all right, very good, Jerry. We will uh, see you in a couple minutes yes. with the picks. It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Ford Tough Studio. Name is Elvis, and Elvis was being very picky with his food until we made the choice to go with the farmer's dog. This is human-grade food for your pet, which is part of the family. And I know that Al, even though sometimes doesn't like walking the dog, he likes keeping... He likes keeping whimsy as healthy as possible. Listen, I'm eating healthy food myself. I should be feeding my dog healthy food, and that's exactly what I do. Whimsy for the longest time, she just won't eat her food. It just sits there for hours and hours. Then I get the farmer's dog. Now as soon as I put it into the bowl, she's over there licking it all up. The farmer's dog. That's right. You get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash WFAN. That's thefarmersdog.com slash WFAN. Little Elvis got pretty excited. All right, many legendary stories of Gracie Ice where the New York Rangers play. Tales of triumph, tribulation, and above all, comebacks. The New York Rangers know a thing or two about comebacks. Mucinex makes them happen every day, especially with the new Mucinex Kickstarts all-in-one and done relief with the morning jolt of instant cooling sensation. And with Mucinex now being the official sponsor of the New York Rangers, you could say coming together in the name of comebacks was only destiny. Visit Mucinex.com. It's not cold in flu season. It's comeback season. Please use as directed. Home of Evan and Tiki in the afternoon. Blah, 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 blah. People have questioned them now for weeks and months at a time. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. From the 1010 Winds Traffic Center, I'm Karen Stewart with the SupplyHouse.com Fan Highway Patrol in the Bronx. Yep, it's still there. The accident on the westbound cross Bronx at Westchester Avenue. The right lane is blocked. We are jammed back to the Bruckner Interchange. The Bruckner is one alternate, but East Tremont Avenue might be a little bit better for you. Now in Queens, the eastbound Bell Parkway near Springfield Boulevard has a crash, and the right lane's blocked still. That's been out there since a quarter after eight. Uh, the delays on the eastbound Belt do go back to Cross Bay Boulevard right now. Maybe even a little bit better than that. They Somewhere between the Van Wick and Cross Bay is where they run. Now, the westbound LIE is very busy from 188th Street into Woodhaven Boulevard. Then we're jammed on the westbound LIE from Grand Avenue out into the BQE. The BQE westbound is jammed from Northern Boulevard down to Metropolitan Avenue and heavy again from Flushing Avenue, but not jammed, down into Atlantic Avenue. Uh, if you're traveling mass transit, NJ Transit still reporting 20-minute delays on the Mars, Essex, and Gladstone branch service. And on Long Island, the southbound Wontaw Parkway at W4 for the Southern State, an accident in the left. It's 10 at the Lincoln. I know. Thank you for uh, telling you that, right? You wanted to tell me? I figured you had that coming. Inbound GW Bridges 15. Inbound Holland is 20 minutes. Have a great weekend. I'm Karen Stewart. Oh, this report, by the way, is sponsored by Parkway Toyota. I'm Karen Stewart with the SupplyHouse.com. Fan Highway Patrol. It's a new year, and your new Toyota offers have arrived at Parkway Toyota in Inglewood Cliffs. Like 4.99% APR financing on select models for 60 months. Visit ParkwayToyota.com. Unapproved credit through Toyota Financial. Excludes tax MV and 599 fee. 4.99 APR in 2024. Football Friday on The Fan is presented by Empire City Casino. Come join the $450,000 Tournament of Champions only at Empire City Casino. 
It's a mystery where Old Spice finds its amazing scents like Himalayan sea salt, but I'm thrilled they have because no other body wash exfoliates and moisturizes 24-7 like Old Spice Gentleman's Himalayan sea salt body wash. Now, if only there was a mountain range separating the Indian subcontinent from the Tibetan plateau where I could hide my Old Spice and keep my family from stealing it, my impossibly smooth skin will finally be safe. Most of us get up every day, get our kids to school, go to work, figure out how to get things done. Even when we don't always love the people we're working with, it's what grown-ups do. Shouldn't Washington do the same? We don't have time for their drama. On February 13th, we can turn the corner and get Congress on the right track. Tom Swazi gets it, always has. He'll tackle the important stuff on day one. Tom will roll up his sleeves and deliver real solutions that make our communities safer, support our schools, and help our kids succeed. Tom will work with both parties to fix our broken immigration system, strengthen our borders, and keep us safe. We need less noise and more action out of Congress. Join NYSET, New York's teachers, in voting for Tom Swazi on Tuesday, February 13th. Paid for by AFT Solidarity, AFT.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. AFT Solidarity is responsible for the content of this ad. The Big Game calls for an epic party. And that's exactly what BetMGM's Big Game Bash is delivering. This is your chance to see country superstar and two-time CMA Entertainer of the Year, Luke Combs, on Saturday, February 10th in Las Vegas. Are you ready to get in on the action? Join us at the Chelsea Inside the Majestic Cosmopolitan for an epic performance. Only a limited number of tickets are available for this exclusive event. So download the BetMGM app to get your tickets now. It's the most exciting Sunday in sports, and BetMGM has you covered all game long. Don't miss out on the big game excitement with Luke Combs and the King of Sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Alright, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. That's when the afternoon took an exciting turn. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had more than enough time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Now get a low $329 per month lease for 36 months on the 2023 Nissan Rogue. Shop at your local Nissan store or at NissanUSA.com. For well-qualified lessees, 2023 Rogue S all-wheel drive, 3729 initial payment excludes tax, title, license, and $695 acquisition fee. Includes $650 manufacturer's rebate applied to 329 per month lease, disposition fee due at least end. Take from new dealer stock. Call 1-888-858-8319 for offer details. Ends 131-24. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust, like Whirlpool, Samsung, and LG, in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of our everyday financing offers on top items, from refrigerators to laundry pairs. And there's more. Get your new appliances delivered or installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. Look around. 
You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. For the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. TNCs apply. RWJ Barnabas Health, official health care provider of Rutgers University Athletics. Learn more about RWJ Barnabas Health's world-class orthopedic programs. Do it right here. RWJBH.org slash ortho. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. The rain will taper off this morning and clouds later with a high of 46. Weather brought to you by Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest makes it easy to stick to your goals with food delivered right to your door. Visit daily-harvest.com and use code HARVEST for up to $65 off your first box. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Friday football picks are sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of WFAN. Before we get to the picks, a, a man on X here, Coach Hilla, reached out. He is in the delivery room with his wife, Jen, watching our show on a laptop, waiting for a baby to arrive. So that is a very, very dedicated listener and viewer. So thank you, Coach Hilla, and good luck to you and Jen. All right, this is it. Championship weekend picks. We know the teams. We know the games. Jerry, where we start? Oh, well, we're going to start with the 3 o'clock game on the fan and CBS. We've got the Chiefs' sixth straight time there in the AFC Championship game. Amazing. In Baltimore, the Ravens minus 3.5. You know, last night we were sitting there at Teller's and I had a rush come over me. And the rush that came over me was the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, the dreamiest of all NFL Super Bowls would be great if they're there. And then I started to think, uh, Coach was talking about Patrick's the villain, Andy Reid's the villain, they're relishing the role, but they got to run into a team that is about as good as there is in the NFL today in terms of balance. Running, passing, defense, special teams, kicker, you name it. They got it all, and they got their own experience. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will cover the number. I don't think that Baltimore will run away from them. I think this will be a tight game. I'll take the three and a half. I'll take Kansas City, but I think Baltimore wins the game. I said on Monday that I was not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I wasn't going to do it ever again because of the last couple of years, how I lost money with the Bengals and the Bills this year, uh, Bengals last year. But as I get closer and closer to this game, I'm, I'm going to do it again. I don't know if I'll actually bet on it, but I am going to pick against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens will win. 
and they will cover the number because sometimes guys have that year and they break through. And I believe that Lamar Jackson is not going to shrivel up in this game. And I think he comes out of it, at least in this game, the better player. Patrick Mahomes is the better player in this particular day, in this particular spot. Lamar Jackson will be the better player. And you mentioned the balance. There is not a weakness on this team. Well coached. Home game. It's going to be the Ravens, man. We're going to see them in Vegas. It's plus, the Ravens. Plus, they get Mark uh, Andrews, Andrews back. back. Yep, that's right. Uh, I am with you. I, I I like the idea of taking the Chiefs to keep it close, but if I'm going to pick a team, I'm going to take the Ravens minus the three and a half. I don't think them winning 27-20 is out of the question, if not more. I have not been on them all year. I'm a believer now. I am taking Baltimore. I was the same thing. I took Baltimore. Baltimore yeah. to cover the points, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you love a Mahomes. I, I, I like Lamar Jackson. You like him, too? Yeah. Wait a minute. I thought you loved Patrick Mahomes. This year, I switched. No, uh, you switched? Yeah. I, 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 you're like, Ad. <laughs> I said, I'm tired from uh, from, from uh, what they call the uh, Kel Swave. Oh, yeah. So you're tired of that, too. That's it. See? This is this is the, the man. <laughs> the here. happiest man in America. And he's tired of Taylor Swift and oh, Travis Kelsey. He's tired of it. I mean, this man, he spent how many months in Morocco to come back to this crap? He doesn't want to be dealing with this. Taylor <laughs> Swift, right? No, no, I like Lamar Jackson. So All, right. Okay. Okay. Ravens. All right. Ravens. All right, game number two. And it's the later game at 6.30. Lions in San Francisco against the Niners. San Francisco minus seven. I got seven and a half on family. Seven and a half, right? all right. Yep. You know, I'm going to take the Lions at the points here. I think San Francisco wins a game, but I think the Lions are going to be able to keep it within the number. And the reason I say that is because the, uh, the Lions have one of the best balanced offenses in the league. I do not like the way Steve Wilkes is coaching his defense. I don't think this defense is nearly what it has been over the last three or four years. And I think that's a direct result of a new defensive coordinator trying to figure out what's going on with his team. And plus, I don't think the secondary, at least half of the secondary, is all that good for the 49ers. And if there's no pass rush, then I think, I, I got to believe that Jared Goff can put up some points here. I think this would be the higher scoring of the two games. Uh, I think that Brock Purdy's going to have a terrific game here. So I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers to win 31-27. Therefore, the Detroit Lions, with the points, will win me my money. I think this will be an epic game. I think it's going to be very close, and I think that the Lions' heart will be broken, and the 49ers will win on a time-expiring field goal or in overtime. This is going to be a big challenge for the 49ers. We don't know what Debo Samuel is going to be, if he's even going to play, and if he does, how close to 100% he's going to be. That is a big deal. And Brock Purdy looking uncomfortable last week against the Packers. The defense not showing up. These are red flags, man. These are big red flags. I think the Lions give them a run for their money, but they're just going to be too good to lose this week. Super Bowl will be a different situation, but give me the Detroit Lions to cover the, the 49ers to squeak by and win the NFC Championship. So the pick is the Lions. I agree. I'm taking the Lions with the points, too. Quite frankly, I can't pick the Niners. So Detroit is it. I'm taking the Lions, too. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I like the coach... Yeah, um, big beefcake you know, guy. He's, he's, he's just nice. All right. I want that to be happy, too. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Why not? All right, Yusef, look at that. Spreading <laughs> happiness. Guys, have a good weekend. All you, right. too. Thanks. See you, Love Yusef. you, Yusef. Take care. Have a great weekend. All right. Uh, yes, very good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.